This uh, I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> Spoiler cast number six. What are we talking about today? Or is it seven? It is seven, I think. Well, because if they both come out at the same time, which one? Ah, oh, you 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 shown how the sausage is made. Damn. <laughs> Spoiler cast episode seven. Yep. On Super Mario Odyssey. You haven't been this excited for a spoiler cast since Zelda. Oh, yeah. Kind of persona, but I wasn't being that. I'm a human being. I'm not going to beat that in I would a have, lot of time. I mean, I, too, am a human being. <laughs> yeah, I, I, no? No. Okay. Nobody beats Atlas games. <laughs> I, I'm pretty excited for this. So let's get our normal disclaimers out of the way. Mm-hmm. This is a spoiler episode. On this episode, you will be spoiled. Thus, if you do not wish to be spoiled, do not listen to this episode. I'll say it again, because apparently people are very, very particular about being spoiled about Mario. I'll go, I'll, <laughs> I'll touch on that in a little bit, but yes. Within this episode, there are spoilers for Super Mario Odyssey on the Nintendo Switch. Do not listen to this episode if you do not want to be spoiled. Spoiler warning. Yep. And we might spoil other Mario's too. So it's also just, possible. Just putting it out there. All right. With that out of the way, Theo. Hey, how you doing? Wow. This is quite a game, wasn't it? People are so weird about Mario spoilers. <laughs> I get it, kind of, sort of to an extent, but yeah. You, um, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Before, let's get, you want to get the story out of the way? Much like Zelda, you can... You could finish that sentence. You got a kidnapped princess. Mm-hmm. You're a dude. You got to rescue that kidnapped princess. What happens? You rescue her. Yeah, you do. And then she says, enough! <laughs> She's tired of it. She throws her hands up. She's like, I don't want your proposal, Bowser. I don't want your proposal, Mario. I don't want your piranha plant, and I don't want I don't your... Want your- weird turbo flower i'm out i'm gonna tour the world by myself so let's 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 back it up a little bit let's speak about the ending of this where um mario saves both bowser and peach yeah in a nice interesting way that uh we'll touch on but yeah using the game's mechanic the main mechanic of capturing your opponent your enemies with the hat yeah and you capture bowser and you are treated to a nice montage of Bowser scenes and uh, musical clips from their previous fights. That moment was the best moment I've seen in a video game this entire year. Wow. I was watching it, like, I was playing it, and Michaela's watching me play it, and I had to pause it how hard I was laughing at this. Because the moment I beat Bowser and he was knocked down, we had to escape this, I was like, I gotta possess Bowser. And immediately threw happen. my fucking hat to him. It's gonna happen. And possessed him. And Bowser has a mustache and a hat. And he yeah. ca- peaches on his back. In the ape it scene, too. In the fucking ape it scene. I, I lost it. I, I wanna say this word a lot throughout this uh, spoiler cast, but it was just joyous. The entire yes. thing was just. It, I felt like a kid watching this. Like, it. I could not. I was so fucking happy watching this. I couldn't believe like what was happening. That's a, that's a pretty much a perfect word to describe this game. Mm. Uh, and not to say that it isn't without faults, 
there's there are some faults in the game, and we'll touch them. But overall, I think this is an excellent game. Doesn't mm-hmm. uh, reach game of the year to me, but excellent game, mm-hmm. and is probably in like the top five games of the year that mm-hmm. have been released. What do you think? If you were to ask me a week ago, man, I I went through a range of emotions playing this game. Initially, I, when I started it up, I was like, oh my god, I'm playing a new 3D Mario. I haven't played this like since 3D World. And people have reservations for 3D World. I really like that game. But it's, it is not, it's its own little thing. It's like mm-hmm. a diorama, like a fixed perspective kind of thing. So the last game I played really like this was um, uh, Galaxy 2. Right. So that's a long time ago. So I was like, oh my god, I'm playing a new Mario. Like it's portable and like a dock. Ah. Then I'm going through the stages. I'm like, oh, this this game is pretty easy. Okay, me. Like, I I know I'm not better getting better at platforming. Like, I'm getting older. So I'm like, okay, cool. Get to the final few stages. I'm like, oh man, the, the pace of this game is like rapid fast. I'm loving this or whatever. Then I beat the game and I'm like, okay, they said this post game is awesome. Like, let's see it. And I was like, oh, it's just more of collecting the moons. That's that's a little disappointing. But okay, I didn't really scour all the places for it. Like, I beat the game with 200 and. I think 215 moons. Yeah, it's kind of low. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I didn't really... At a certain point, I was just kind of going through. And then, like I said, if you asked me a week ago, I would have agreed with you and said, like, I I really don't think this game... People were heralding this game as, like, the best game to come out this year. And I'm like, you guys forgot about Zelda already? Like, what the fuck? After playing it some more in the post-game and thinking about this game in a different way than I was initially... I kind of see it. Really? There is... Um, Zelda brought back like this this sense of discovery that I, that's been missing in games, at least I've been playing for for years, since I've been a kid. Like, I haven't played a game like that since, like... I can't even remember the last game. But Mario... When I started thinking... Playing through the game, I started thinking of it as a, um, a platformer, pure platformer. Until I saw it was like, okay, it's more, it's more of a collect-a-thon platformer, which I enjoy. I, I love Yoshi's Island. When I played Banjo-Kazooie for the first time on the Rare Replay uh, late last year, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that a lot, too. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I like collect-a-thons. Mario's collect-a-thon. Collect-a-thon. Cool. When I started thinking of it as an adventure platformer, that's when I was like, okay, I'm not kicked out of these levels. I'm here to discover and explore to my heart's content. Mm-hmm. And be in this sandbox. I am Mario's a toy in this game, and the world is your like playpen, and you just fucking have your move set to traverse this world any way you see fit. And as I'm getting some of the stars later in the game, and you have to some of the moves and some of the stuff you have to do to get these stars, like some of them are puzzles, some of them are platforming bits. I was like, I think I see the genius of this game. I just have 510 stars, and there are like 400 more, and I can't even think how I'm going to get the others, because like, I've scoured so much of these areas, like where the fuck am I going to get these other, um, other moons? I keep saying stars. Well, I mean... I'm so used to stars. There are stars in the game. Yeah. But, um, I think it's rivaling Zelda. So, here's where... I disagree on that. Mm. So I guess we're going to have our first major yeah. differing uh-huh. opinion on a, on a spoiler <laughs> episode. Uh, while I'm not taking anything away from the fact that I believe that Mario is an excellent game, there is so much 
I feel like there's a lot of meaningless padding because once you get to about 600 moons, mm-hmm. there's really nothing else that you're getting in the game mm-hmm. up until you get the very last of the collectible moons. So you're not unlocking anything else for another 200 moons. And the one thing you do unlock is pretty underwhelming. Yeah. It's just a, a harder boss fight. Yeah. So, to me, this game could have ended at basically Moon 600. Yes. In terms of everything you're doing. There's a lot of extra stuff. And I'm not saying that content is bad, but there's a lot of moons in this game that are simply just walk here. And get it. You got it. Yep. And there's there's no challenge to it. There's no meaning to it. It's mm-hmm. just there. And I understand that, you know... It's encouraging your exploration more. Yes. The exploration is the reward, mm-hmm. not the moon. Yeah. Is is this game's core exceeds? Right. But the thing was, with the core, the same thing with the core exceeds. Once you reach a certain point, why am I collecting? You these? don't need them anymore. Yeah. Right. Why am I getting them? Mm-hmm. And it's if you don't know what you get for getting all the moons. When you get all the moons, you feel cheated. You, you kind of went through a lot to get nothing. And I feel that Mario does this a lot. Oh, he's been doing this for... Well, there was... They kind of they kind of reintroduced this with the Galaxy games. Where you have... Where they... In, not even Galaxy games. I guess um, even World. They kind of introduced like post-games kind of mm-hmm. things. Where you beat the main game. You beat the main, main campaign. And you are awarded these extra stages. It's why initially I was very disappointed by the end of the game where I realized that these remix stages are not the platform and things I want because this is the best Mario has ever felt. His his moveset his is, is crisp. crazy crazy in this game. He moves amazingly. Like I want to use that in in balls hard platforming, but you you're not awarded that. Sometimes you get the darker side is like which I actually love because there's like championship road from yeah. the previous games. And I'm like, fuck, this is what I want. But I wish the the chimney stack stages that you get from the uh, the meteorite from the moon. Mm-hmm. I wish those were a little more harder because they they're still puzzles. Some of them, some. some of them get some there. of them are tough. Yeah, but for the most part, you're in and out of them. You got both moons mm-hmm. from out of them, and you never need to think about it again. Yeah, and the, the I don't. I guess the heart of it is that I don't feel that there's enough memorable objectives. No. I will absolutely agree with that. But I'd also say that when you stop thinking of moons as your prize, then just uh, something you get along on Mm -hmm. exploring a place. Because I felt the same way. I was like, man, that, that moon was literally just a few feet from me. Or the controller shook, so I just butt pound, ground pounded the thing, so I just got this moon. It was cool, but that is, that's not the case. The moon, the moon isn't the case at all. Right. The the moon isn't the reward. It's just like a vehicle. Yeah, it's like okay to get you from point A to point B. Yeah, and once you've surpassed that number, they're essentially irrelevant. Yeah, it, it becomes something where you're like, wow, I've been at this stage. Like I've been in the Woody Kingdom because it has the best music in the game. At bar none. <laughs> I've been in the Wooden Kingdom for like, I have 60 hours in the game, and I've been in Wooden Kingdom maybe 10. And when you when you get a moon in a place that you've been in for so long, you're like, what the fuck? How did I miss that? How did I 
exist this how did they still put a moon here so it's why initially like i said i felt like kind of cheated but like further going on this this game is for the long run or the long haul it's easy and short for the people that like you know hey, hey i want my kids to play a i finished i finished it in i got it on a friday mm-hmm. and i finished it by saturday night same in, well, I got in it, terms I got of it, the story, yeah, yeah, I got it Thursday and didn't really get a chance to play it Thursday. Played it Friday, Saturday afternoon. I finished it. I was like, "Wow, that's so fast that I've finished Mario game before." It it was it's kind of laughable. Yeah, how how quick it's because just, they they fucking push you along. You and there were there were stages where we I was playing with Nina where we would stop mm-hmm. and be like, "No, no, we're staying in here a little yeah, bit longer." Yeah, yeah. Wooded Kingdom was one of them, <laughs> although we weren't very successful in finding that many things in it because we were still wrapping our heads around a lot of the mechanics of the game Mm -hmm. but uh, luncheon kingdom we were in luncheon kingdom for a long time by the time we finished it we had like 40 out of the 60 moons that were in there at the start Mm -hmm. and there's a a list of the moons that you can't even get until you finish the stage which i didn't know was a thing until like i looked in the list and it's like oh 69 moons okay cool i guess they're just gonna fill out the stuff that i didn't get wait 110 moons now? Oh, fuck. I'm not even talking about those that show up after you beat the game. Oh, There's yeah, like yeah. I remember you was telling me this. Maybe about five or so moons, five plus moons in each stage that you cannot get until you finish the stage, mm-hmm. leave, and come back. Mm. They're just not even there. Yeah. They're, and on top of that, there's the peach moons, which only show up after you finish the game. Yeah, yeah. So there are some, some of these we had no idea where to even look because mm-hmm. they don't show up on the list. Toad's not giving you any hints for them. The the talk of two birds not giving you any hints for them. They're just anomalies. What's the difference between those two? Uh, they serve the same purpose, right? Well, Toad points out on your map where it is, and talk to gives and you. Talk to gives you the name of it, but okay. doesn't tell you where it is. So, mm-hmm. one of them, I guess, is more of an, an invasive hint. If you go to Toad and you pay him money, he, he'll tell you. Moves He's here. in this area. Yeah. Just go right here. Yeah. Talking to just this is the name of it, and if you want to figure it out, go ahead and figure. I kind of like I, I like talking to. So a I lot. use talking to yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot more than I use Toad, but I use Toad a couple of times. Oh no, I like, <laughs> definitely use that Sphinx one in Cascade Kingdom. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. God damn it! Some of them are devious, and I really appreciate that one. Yes, like, that's that Sphinx one. I was looking for it for about an hour, mm-hmm. and then I said, "Man, I'm not dealing with this anymore." <laughs> and then you use Toad. You came over, you used Toad mm-hmm. to point out where it was, and it was on this viewfinder. Yes, literally on the viewfinder. And I'm looking at it, and I said, it's in the sky. And I said, Theo, look in the sky. He's mm-hmm. got to be in the sky somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And then looking around, you can't find it. For a while, too. And then eventually, we just see the, the little hat chips, mm-hmm. and the Sphinx is camouflaged on a hat ship. Which is funny, because you get other moons that same way. Really? Yes. That's the only one that I've noticed. I've but. gotten two more that way. Wow. So knowing that not that and and it further goes to why I think the game as you play longer gets better mm-hmm. because like you kind of learn things like it's like a good puzzle game where we start the puzzle and it's like oh man I I do not have the knowledge to complete this puzzle but then when you gain that knowledge you're like okay I could I could have solved this from the very beginning but I didn't have the knowledge to do so. But you, when you gain the knowledge and then like look into the sky, I'm pretty sure there's other things because I, I still have 400 moons I don't have. Yeah. Um, 
you then see like, oh shit, damn, I gotta, I guess I gotta use these viewfinders now. I spent a long time actually looking at the sun one point, and Cappy is like, hey, don't look in the sun, and I'm like, motherfucker, I want my moon. <laughs> He doesn't give you a moon, though. <laughs> it's dangerous to look at the sun. Yeah. He's just giving you good life advice. Yeah, dude. Yes. All right. So uh, how about we touch on these uh, worlds? So I think that this game did a very good job of giving you an awesome intro world. And I'm not talking about the Cap Kingdom. Oh, because that's terrible. That's, that is not... I do not consider that an intro <laughs> it's world. It's fucking terrible. The, the intro... The real intro world is Cascade, Cascade. Falls. Yes. And it's a perfect vertical slice. It's not... It's not too long. Uh, it's not too large. It's packed with just enough stuff. And it... The, the way the, the kingdom is, like, structured, you learn Mario's moveset there. Yep. And I was like, man, it's a really good fucking stage. Yes, and then after you beat it and come back and race the Koopas, then they start teaching you even more things. What? What the? How was this dude beating me in like thirty seconds? What? What's going on? Like, <laughs> I did that and I was like, I gotta see what he's doing. This motherfucker's throwing his hat, jumping on it, doing. So- I was like, you crafty. He's like, you throw the hat to change the trajectory of your jump so yep. that you can wall jump yep. off of this and then throw the hat again and then dive the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we playing like that. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Didn't even know. Thanks for, thanks for, <laughs> the, thank you. <laughs> to the point where I did it so many times and thank God for a retry button. Oh yeah. I, I hate games that don't have retry buttons and they have to let you do the whole race and fail and whatever, but uh, did it to the point where it was like, I like, Jumping across falls and beating them well before they can even get to my location. Something like 20 something seconds, 19 seconds. So you're like on the top of the leaderboard. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Not that good. There's some crazy shit out there. There's a lot of times on those leaderboards <laughs> that are ridiculous. And yeah. then like you see some of these YouTube videos or the videos that people are Twitch sharing. Um, not Twitch uh, sharing. Uh, yeah, Twitter sharing. And you just blinking. You could do that? Yeah. <laughs> I have about 600 moons, like a little bit more than 600. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was still learning things. But the problem was that I had, I felt like I had just had too much mm-hmm. of, of just mundane searching at the point. Because I had done my exploration already. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just searching. So it didn't feel like it was any as engaging. So I said, you know what? I got to put this down for like a week. Okay. And then I have to come back to it and look at it again. So see, that's actually curious that you, uh, interesting that you said that because as I said, when I beat the game, I had like 215 moons. And when you beat it, you had like 500 something, right? Uh, not that many. <laughs> it was like 350 or so. You had a lot. You, you pretty much had enough to get the, the next world. Yeah, as soon as I started the post game, yeah, the the one of the two secret worlds unlocked. Well, okay, I guess three, two of the three secret worlds unlocked. So, I think you're better served in this game, just A to B, A to B to C, B in this game, and kind of you you search the world, but as soon as you get tired, you just move on to the next one. I think I would have disliked this game a bit more if I stayed in each world and like was like, I'm going to find as much moons as humanly possible and coins and all that stuff and then move on to the next world. Because 
if you tell me my reward then is to now go back and search that place the way I already like pretty much went through with a fine tooth comb, I'm gonna be like disappointed. So me beating it with so few moons, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go. I've been to like luncheon once, like the the Dark Souls world once. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's, a, it's not that hard. It's a, not that Dark Souls is hard, but more uh, more aesthetically. But um, yeah, but back to the worlds. Uh, so yeah, I think Cascade Kingdom was pretty much the picture of the prototypical World One One mm-hmm. that Nintendo has nailed. Yes, and the the only thing about it is that it literally is not the first world. Yeah, that is the only bad thing about Cap Town is bad. Cap Town is. Not that fun. I could not wait to get all the moons out of that place and coins so I could get the fuck out of there. It's 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 dreary. It's like depressing looking. I just I, not fun to platform in. I was like, I I just want to get out of here as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they gave you cat uh, Cascade Kingdom gave you a nice touch of everything. Mm-hmm. So you got to. Uses a you guys use the capture ability a few times on a various different things and they they show you the the, the chain chomp they show you the T Rex mm-hmm. uh, you get to play around with them in a very safe environment essentially mm-hmm. you know and most of the game is a safe environment quote unquote because yeah. there is not that much of a punishment for death no uh, I, they, I actually think it's a, a bigger punishment than lives but. Yeah, it, it's kind of annoying when you want to buy something and you just die like fourteen times yeah, in a row. So it's like, oh, okay. The it introduces you to the eight bit sections, and on top of that, if you are paying attention to how you're playing, shows you that there's a lot more to these eight bit sessions sections than just going yep. on the beaten path. Because mm-hmm. the first one, you really go up. At the toward the end of it, you can just jump off toward the left, and then oh, there's a moon hidden here. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of these little sections are just obscured enough that you can miss it on your first. Yeah, um, you're pastor. not looking at it. Yeah, but if you're paying attention, you see it. And mm-hmm. this world does a great job of showing you that hey, you don't need to be looking this hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you're looking this hard, there's something here. There's something. And I'm glad you said that. This game does not waste your time at, at all. all. Nope. Ever. Other than like, you know, you finding some obscure moons or something like that. But any path that you can go to, you will re- be rewarded for it. Yep. Whether it is in coins, which is actually very useful now. Um, a moon, the that count um, kingdom's currency, you will always be rewarded. There's something there. Every single time. And even even places where, like, you have to do some kind of diabolical you, you shit to get to. to be there. There are coins the, there. And you get there, and there's a pile of coins there it's for like, no reason. Holy shit. It, and it's, it's, it's like Zelda. Well, Zelda's like a huge open world, but a lot of times when you go on the top of a peak and there's a rock there, you pick it up, there's a core. There's something there, there for you. For, because that is smart. That is that is good game design where it's like, you know what? I don't want these people to like break their balls, lose all these lives and potentially like get frustrated trying to reach this location only to be like, "Well, that was worth well, that I, was worth it." I didn't need to do this at all. Yeah. So that's very smart of them for do, to do that. And well, what a surprise is Nintendo. <laughs> so, I mean, these guys are always showing themselves to be masters of design. Mm. Uh So Cascade Kingdom ends like most of the normal 
most of the regular kingdoms end with a relatively unimpressive boss fight. And then, I, thought it was, I thought it was fun. Uh, eh, I thought it was fun. I like controlling chain chomps. Eh. <laughs> By the way, they never named that that uh, character that Mama Bunny, Mother Brutal. Oh no! Right? They never named her. And the first time I saw her, I thought, "Is this supposed to be Madame Meow Meow from uh, Link's Awakening?" Ah, <laughs> uh, and they never name her. Shit. Maybe. But like the Brutals aren't cats. No, they're like bunnies, bunny rabbits, cat things. I don't, I don't know. know what the hell they are. They're just Ubisoft's influence on. <laughs> That's what they got out of the deal. It was like, yeah. all right, you put Mario in our game, we put rabbits in your game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it ends with a relatively unimpressive boss fight, but mm-hmm. it it also shows you that your abilities, it's not just, all right, jump on the boss's head three times. Like, you're the main ability of the game capturing things. You're using this in boss fights, too. Because so, there's a lot of games where you have these varied abilities Mm -hmm. and you don't ever use any of them nintendo makes this game with one ability and they said this is what the entire game it is is your power up in the game right but before going into this game i didn't really see too many things about it i thought it was just your key like you are locked out of a certain situation in a level and you're like okay i need to then um possess this enemy and then move to different Mm -hmm. um areas which it it pretty much it works like that too but there is like tangible uses for in like actually attacking and fighting other it, enemies. It's the entire game is wrapped around it. Yes, and th- this is. I'm so angry that Mark Brown got his dang video out. <laughs> don't don't say his video. name. I have to say it because <laughs> I can't just take the idea and, and pretend like it was mine. Mm. But he points out that when Nintendo makes a game, they come up with an idea. And then the entire game is wrapped and warped around you, that you can, one idea. You can tell that. Look at uh, A Link Between Worlds. Yeah. The whole thing was the painting mechanic. It yep. was like, okay, how are we going to fucking fit this into the game? We That is the top of the, the blackboard. Painting, painting mechanic. Mechanic. What do we make it now? <laughs> All right, we got it. And and just the, the idea that, you know... You're not just stomping on the boss to kill it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a Mario thing to do. Which there are bosses for that, and, the, and and it does happen. But they all they also involve you needing to do stuff with the cap, yeah. before you can just stomp on them. Mm-hmm. So this boss you can't stomp on it. The only way you can beat it is by using the cap to mm-hmm. control the chain chomp, and and they just throw this at you, and then they start saying, okay, now you're learning how to do it. So now you you'll get to have a regular boss fight, but now you're actually just controlling something to yes. have the regular boss fight yes. instead of jumping around as Mario. And just like the typical Mario thing or even Nintendo thing, they put you in a safe place first. They say, hey, use a chain chomp to bring down this bridge. Yep. Then they put you in another field with another chain chomp to um, you know, ricochet it to destroy another thing. So you're like, okay, cool. I use chain chomps to you know, ricochet, not ricochet, but hit into items mm-hmm. or hit into obstacles and things. So once you get to that boss fight, you're like, I'm proficient enough yeah, for this. Yeah, I understand what yeah. I'm supposed to do here. Yeah, and they don't—they don't like shove a tutorial down your throat about. Mm-hmm. They—they they have a lot of tutorials all over the place, though. But it's—it's it's pretty. They don't, they're not like—they're not like stopping the game to yeah. be like, "Hey Mario, this is what you have to do." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
you know, you gotta you gotta control this, then run away from it, and then do this, and then jump, and then do that, and blah, blah, blah. There is a com- there is a boss fight where they do that at. They don't take the controls from you, but we, we'll yeah, get they, to that boss kinda, fight. Yeah, yeah. So after that, you know, you you go back to your ship. Hopefully, you have enough moons because mm-hmm. there's no guarantee that you that you don't have that you have enough moons. Yeah. The, the game doesn't necessarily on the storyline path give you enough moons to get to the end. Mm-hmm. So you, you do have to do a little bit of looking, which is very smart. But there's generally enough along the beaten path. Yeah. So after you get that, you head back to your ship, blast off. Mm-hmm. Where we go next? What was the second world? Sand Kingdom. Oh. Uh, I forgot the actual um, name. Tostero- Tostarosta? Something like that. Yeah, the Sand <laughs> Kingdom. Let's just call it that. Um, this is the, when I when I first saw the game live. Yeah. You brought it over before we recorded. This is the first one I that I saw. Yeah. And, well, you, had, you were playing it, but I was in the room doing something in WWE 2K. Mm-hmm. And then I came out and... Because Joe was blasting some uh, mariachi music <laughs> to the, it was suitable at the time. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then yeah. I saw, oh, you have this game already. <laughs> One day early, you jerk. <laughs> and my first time watching it, and I and I see you in this the 2D section, and I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, this looks pretty cool. Yeah, because I haven't actually I hadn't actually seen the 2D sections in any trailers or anything mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that. I didn't go and search them out. A lot of the times when I'm interested in something, I'll just media black out the trailers Same. as much as possible. Uh, I did not do that for Xenoblade because I really wanted to see it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I see these 2D sections and you're jumping around in them. I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. You know, you get you get to have these 2D se- and it's imposed on the pyramid that you're running on. Yes, and in real I'm, time. And I'm like, what the? F-? Yeah, you just got flattened onto the pyramid that you're running that you're. Infiltrating, scaling. Yeah. scaling, yeah, and there you are, just doing my two D Mario doing shit. Two D Mario, <laughs> sh- okay. <laughs> uh, when I got up to that part, I was like, "Oh, look, Theo didn't explore this very well." Here's a uh-huh. moon right over on this yep. side. <laughs> when I went back there, I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" By that time, uh-huh. uh, because unlike you, you said you just played it, you know, point A to point B, trying to go B line. Mm. I was really exploring. Okay. So at that point, I had I had learned most of what I needed to learn about the exploration. There was maybe one or two things that I didn't know. Like mm-hmm. there's generally always two stars and or moons inside of a a pipe uh, yes. section. Yeah, like, I didn't know that at the time, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I understood. You know, you got to turn the camera a little bit or try to walk into this wall a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I was able to pick up. A, and by the time I was in this kingdom, it, was, it really hit me and. It's double, not double, but you know, it's it's larger than Cascade Kingdom, yeah, and it has a lot more open space, and it, this is where it's starting to say, okay, look, we're going to reward you for looking around. Yes, they gave you the first level where it's this is what you got to do to get through. Mm-hmm. Now they're giving you this level. It's like, well, this is what you got to do to get through, but it's huge. Yeah. And we're, along the way, we're going to show you some stuff. Yeah, we're giving you outfits. You know, you see the the tangible uses for that. We, we're we throwing you into the little deeper end of the pool now. Yeah. And I really love this stage, especially now. I didn't think I would like because it's a desert stage. Nobody likes desert stages. Nobody. And this game hits the trifecta of 
desert ice and water <laughs> stage. And I was just like, I don't want to do these stages. Yep. And then I came out of every one of them. Oh. And I was like, okay. Well, that was that, good. Either that wasn't so bad or, mm-hmm. man, I really like that stage. Mm-hmm. And this one was, man, I really like that stage. Re- like, I liked it initially, especially when you go there and it's nighttime. And you're like, oh man, I wish it had like a day and night cycle in this place because that oh, nighttime yeah, one looks, looks like, pretty cool. You see it again when you do the races. Races, yeah. <laughs> but um, as I'm exploring it, and I'm like, that's when I kind of learned that I'm like, oh, these moons are fucking devious. These are in some very hidden places. Like you throw your hat to the dog, and he like befriends you, and he, he catches to- it and runs off. Oh, I'm like, you- and then he digs. And, <laughs> and I'm like, there's the star. Oh shit! And there was actually a really good one with the musical notes. We have to get the star from there. Mm-hmm. And I'm running. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to get these music? I'm rolling. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm like, I don't know how to get this thing. And I was like, this game, it doesn't care how you get there. You need to get there. Well, yep. some, some, sometimes you need to have a specific thing. But I'm like, I'm going to use a fucking Jaxi. Yep. <laughs> just, just hop on and, that. And instantly got there. And I'm like, Vroom. I was not expecting that game to have an outside source. Mm-hmm. For me to get these moons. But I was like, I got to start thinking differently now. And that's the world that made me be like, okay, I got to start thinking yeah, differently. And this, this this is like the first stage that has some some actual real hazards. Yes. You have some insta-death locations. Mm-hmm. And they're not afraid to kill you in this level. No. They're not afraid. to, And, and for the most part, this game is not afraid to kill you. Mm-hmm. While it's not a hard game, but because you don't have extra lives... Mm-hmm. The game doesn't care yeah. about your life. It will kill you. <laughs> There's, you, you go into this run random area and you're a bullet bill. You capture a bullet bill and you're flying over lava and I'm sorry, poison. And there's no, it's, it's there's like no real safe points. Yeah, and you need to get from point A to point B to point C, and yeah. you have to do this without running out of time on your bullet bill or hitting any location. or hitting an yeah. obstacle mm-hmm. or you will die. Yeah, and you will have to start. All the way back at the beginning, mm-hmm. and they're not putting any checkpoints in the middle of it. Yep. So, it's a little bit, it's a little bit disingenuous to say that this game is easy. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's an easy game, but much like uh, Samus Returns, the way it had a pretty generous checkpoint system. Mm-hmm. If a game has a generous checkpoint system, it's okay for it to be a little bit more brutal at times. Yes, and it also doesn't punish you from going off the beaten path and trying things. Right. Like you, as you said, you lose uh, you lose ten coins. Ten coins, which is not the end of the world. No, considering that a one-up mushroom is equivalent to a hundred coins in other games. Yes, if this game punished you one hundred coins for death, that would mean a little bit more. But why I'm glad they took that mechanic out because every Mario game you find a way to triple crown it. Yeah, easily, and with a game this big and so much varied structures, you'd have done that probably pretty much by the first level. And uh, and let me, like you you get one hundred coins. That's that's ten quote unquote ten lives. Mm-hmm. And if you die with zero coins, nothing actually happens. Actually, don't know what happens. Yeah, you happens. don't you don't you don't die. You don't game over or anything. You just lose zero coins. Okay. So it doesn't. It this game doesn't want you to not beat it. Mm-hmm. It it wants you to beat it, which is why I guess they made the the path to the ending very linear and relatively easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the exploration that you come back to where you find the ramped up stuff every so often. Yeah. But uh, back to this kingdom, I really love this kingdom. Yeah. That that central tower area has like 
eight stars. It's crazy. And I'm sitting there, and I, I was like, I can't find any of these stars. <laughs> I don't know where they are. Toad, help me out. Yeah. It's right here in the central section. What about this next one? It's right here in the central section. <laughs> There's another one on the pillar. How many stars are in this one pillar? Yeah. I, and I'm looking around. I'm like, where is it? Mm-hmm. Where is this star? I found one star in the 2D section that's like just past uh, the the moving platforms. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that one evaded me for so long. And what I also love about this kingdom is the first kingdom that you reach that you have the you have the overworld. You also have like the I guess you want to call it dungeons or the the level, the mm-hmm. actual platforming levels. And it's like three or four different. There's a whole bunch of them. And I'm like, oh shit! This game, like I was, I, was, I thought it was just gonna be like Mario 64, where yeah, yeah the overworld is your level, mm-hmm. which is the same case for here. But you also have the levels inside yep, of that. Inside and I'm of like, holy crap! I fucking love this kingdom. Uh, it was it was so good and. They they just keep introducing mechanics in here to the point where now you're starting to understand. Mm-hmm. You can control a cactus. Yeah. So now you know hey, it's not just it's not just enemies I can control. Mm-hmm. There's some inanimate objects that you mm-hmm. can control, which will come into play later. And if you don't know that, if you missed it, you might miss it again later. Yeah. You know, there's a tree you can control. There's a manhole you can tr- control. At a some point, taxi cab. They actually. They actually just say you can't go on until you control this manhole. Yeah, yeah. If you, so if you haven't if you, learned it by then, yep. Then they just say this: you have to do this. Yeah. And then at that point, maybe you'll go back and say, "Oh shit, I, I thought it was realize. just enemies." Yeah. So it it's nice. They, they gave you a little hint before when you could explore. Mm-hmm. If you're diligent enough, you find it. They give you your first uh, quick travel method with the Jaxi. Yeah. And that thing is. A dream to control. So good. So, remember initially when you started um, riding it, you have to pay it 10 coins. Yep. You don't do that anymore. Okay, you don't do that anymore, right? just the first time. Oh, I thought I did like a side quest and like I helped him out with his family or something like that. I thought he, I kind of like browsed through the dialogue. I thought he was like, man, you helped me out with my family. I'm not going to charge you anymore. Nah. Okay, all right. You charge him once and then you can just jump on him anytime. That's so weird. I mean, I'm... Yeah, I guess. It's weird that they even charge you it all. Yeah, it is kind of weird. <laughs> but uh, I guess, you know, it's just hammering home that you kind of want these coins. The coins are important. Yeah, yeah. That you shouldn't not care about them. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to put a price on these things every once in a while. But they don't, that doesn't really ever come up again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a little weird. Mm. Maybe if they had a few more instances of. Hey, pay this for. Right, somebody some randomly service. asking you for. Uh, like we haven't gotten there yet, but there's a, a motor scooter yes. that you can ride later. That it's just there, and you just hop on it, and you're you're good to go. So mm-hmm. it's Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> just stealing somebody's motor scooter, jump roping with it, <laughs> jump roping with it. Because <laughs> if you don't, then you start double jumping. And yep. that's a problem. Uh, so yeah, I really enjoyed this kingdom, and I think this is going to be a running a running thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. I can't really think of a kingdom that I did not really enjoy my time in there. I could think of one. Outside but... of the little mini kingdoms that don't count as kingdoms. Okay. Yeah. So, after you finish off this one with a pretty interesting boss fight that... Oh, the... Um, 
you're controlling this uh, yeah the, this uh, guy's hand shit. to punch him up <laughs> why are you punching yourself which is uh again mark brown said it first but i initially thought about it when i played it they taught you earlier with the bullet bills yep to how to control it and like you know accelerate that when you finally get to this boss fight you will you know. be prepared like there's the same thing you just have to dodge his little ice balls and i was like okay have you fought him again the remix no I haven't. The only remix boss I fought was the one in the the Beach Kingdom. Okay, I forgot the name. Yeah, I, which is super fucking good. easy. I'm not good with the names. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. If I, I was younger, I'd be good with the names. <laughs> I'm not good with the names. Anymore. I'm young and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was. It was. I think that was one of the more interesting boss fights of the game. Yes. Uh, and then after that, hop on your ship, and then they do something that I thought was going to be meaningful. Ah, <sighs> yeah. They say, hey, do you want to go to this horrid water kingdom? <laughs> or do you want to go to the wooded kingdom? And I said, I'm going to get the horrid water kingdom out the way first. F that, I'm making a choice. It must mean something. I'm going to the wooded kingdom. Yeah. Did you choose to go to the water kingdom? Absolutely. I want that shit out my way as soon as possible. That's what, I was like, cool. But then I was like, oh, man, shit, I'm probably locked out of this for the whole game. Yeah. Fuck. That is... <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't want to do any water if I can avoid it. They're giving me a choice. Taking out the way. I'm choosing the wooded kingdom. All right. All right. So you talk. So you did the water, the water kingdom. Um, it's a pretty uneventful stage. Yes, there's not really much happening in it. No, it's fine. The fact that I could control a cheap cheap is pretty cool. Yes, and I'm like, okay, I, I won't. Can you drown? Oh, yes, you can drown. In you can game. drown, but uh, not if you're a cheap cheap. Yes. And I was like, okay, this is fun. I, 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 I like the underwater city that they have and trying to figure out the puzzles there. But by and large, it's kind of a nothing kingdom, which is why I'm very happy I chose it first. It's, it's a small, and it's a small kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very small yeah. compared to most of the other stages in the game. And, and, I think there's only one full kingdom that's smaller than this one. Yes, and, and uh, you start to learn that you could kind of gauge the sizes of kingdoms by the currency yep. that you get. So I kind of thought up until now that going forward it'd be like a hundred um, purple currencies or coins or whatever you want to call it. No, but there is this one is right back to 50. 50, and I was like, okay, all right, I guess once I see 50, I know this is going to be kind of a... a not a media experience. So, go there, do what I have to do. There's no... Oh, you actually find a Brutal here. Yes. The, the Brutal Rabbits, which is literally a typical Mario fight. Yep. It is jump on the head three times, and you're good to go. You have to do a little bit of uh, hat trickery. On yeah. The... And, and there are ways to speed up the fights a bit. Uh, which one did you fight in this one? That's... I'm glad you asked that because I was actually going to ask you the same thing too. The long and la- the long lanky one. So that's the long lanky the, one. So he throws out the multiple hats yes, in the, the arcs. yellow. He's yellow. Yeah. Okay. Can you fight different ones at different stages? I don't. I, I, honestly, I don't even remember which ones I fought where. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember fighting him there. But uh, I was going to say with the with the girl brutal, mm-hmm. she has this thing where after you after you hit her. She jumps up into her hat, kind of like a UFO, and starts yes. dropping yeah. uh, fire bombs. Or, bombs, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And you just wait out the phase until you can attack her again. Mm-hmm. But if you hit one of the bombs with the cap, 
it goes back up and hits her out of the face. Yes. Yeah. So there's little things like that where, you know, if you're if you're used to normal run of the mill action games, you mm-hmm. say, Okay, there's a damage phase and then there's the avoidance phase yep. and you're waiting and no, you could just most of them have a way that you can just say, I'm not waiting. Not only that, I haven't tried it for myself, but you could bypass the fights altogether. So, I, I mean, I guess we haven't actually touched on it, but mm-hmm. when you get into a stage... You have checkpoints to, to reach. Right. They, they're telling you, go here, go here, go here, go here. Uh, the you can actually path. unlock the next stage without doing any of that. All, you, all the game requires is you get enough moons mm-hmm. to go to the next stage. Which I think is very smart, because you have people of all um, ages playing this game. So you can have a child playing one of those brutal fights and be like, I can't beat this thing. And you just like traverse the stage more and more and find more moons. And then you're like, okay, oh shit, I could go to the next stage now. All right, peace. <laughs> Bye, brutal. And I was like, wow, that's, pretty, that's, that's very smart of Nintendo to do. But, but now, I didn't know what would happen if basically you couldn't continue the story until you finished that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. It wasn't until after I beat the game, I was like, oh shit, I didn't know you could do that. No idea. So... Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm going to replay and and see what happens if I just ignore the beaten path and yeah. just do what I want to do and then just unlock stages and go to those stages. Yeah. And what actually happens mm-hmm. if you say are three stages past the storyline? Yeah. Like, what is exactly happening in this location? Mm-hmm. So it, it's something I'll find out at some point. Yep. I think, it's, I think it's cool, though, that they let you experience these things out of order. Yeah. So uh, we could go to the best stage of the game. And not even for the music. The Wooded Kingdom is so good. Uh, it's so many layers. It's like a fucking onion. And, and you control <laughs> onions. Extendo onions. Uh, uh, Wooded Kingdom has my favorite boss fight in the whole game. Uh, the, uh, the, the onion the f- UFO yes. flower thing. <laughs> Let's okay. Let's let's roll it back. There's so there's two fo- boss fights in this stage that are just oh man. So you you enter this place and it's like half machinery, half um, like nature, and I I absolutely love that juxtaposition whenever they do that mm-hmm. because it's like that's not that's two things that shouldn't coexist. And together. the machines are taking care of the nature. And I was like, yeah, I'm glad they did that. And you're kind of just going along and you're like, man, this place is oh 100 coins. It's probably gonna be a little big. Okay. No, it's bigger than what you... huge. Holy crap. Like, it wasn't until post-game where I realized there are even, like, more areas... Oh, yeah. ...to, to find... I, I thought that this stage was gigantic when I was going through it mm-hmm. normally. And then, like you said, I came back in post-game... Looking for Peach. And then I'm along the edge of the stage, and I'm just getting a little cocky. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just rolling yeah. all along the edge... And then I fall off. I'm like, oh, all right, well, I guess I died. Yeah. Hat, and, hat transition. And then there's just another entirely extra section of the stage. Yep. With about another, like, seven moons <laughs> in it. it, and, it and, and it's huge. Not, you know, like, not like giant, but it's the size of maybe the, like the, entrance the water area. kingdom that you just finished. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then you're, like, seeing this shaking in the ground. You're like, what, what the, the fuck is in the shadows? It's a T-Rex. It's your buddy. (laughs) With a fedora on. (laughs) The fucking T-Rex has a fedora. Uh, That's actually a scary moment a little bit. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> once you once you see it, it's okay. like, oh man. I was lucky enough to to identify that it was yeah, yeah, him yeah, yeah. without him seeing me and I was mm-hmm. just like, Oh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wonder how well I'm gonna be able to capture him. Yep. Uh spoiler, you, you can't really do it until he decides that he's just gonna stop running around. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I, I caught him like kind of just like snuck up on him and threw the hat. I didn't know like if he's alerted, you can't catch him. Yeah. Really? How come? I don't know. He's just running at you. If you try to throw the cap at him, it doesn't hit him. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but this, like you said before, the music is amazing. And and they and they they don't even start with they it. don't even fucking start so it you're in the kingdom and it's just ambience it's and I'm like okay this is nature right? yeah whatever then you just break through that doorway and then the music just comes on it's like the late title screen yep <laughs> that's exactly what it is and, and then you're just hearing and you hear the the, the hard crescendo dun, and then dun, it just dun, dun. and then it just gets funky. Oh. That music is, is yes. yes, I know. <laughs> if you haven't heard it yet, you will hear it. Yep. And then you're like, oh, was that the first area you possessed tanks? Yes. And I was like, oh boy, I possess tanks now. Mario's a shooter. You possess a tank. There, there's this hidden wallet enemy uh-huh. that you possess him, and you get like thirty coins for possessing I didn't know, him. I didn't know that until post game. <laughs> Because it's easy to miss. Because <laughs> yeah, it's camouflage. And, yes, exactly. And I was like, oh, shit. This, I'm going to catch this dude. You spit out coins. And you spit out. And that, and your coins are your currency. You're spitting out your currency. Yep. Which I quickly got out of him. I was like, <laughs> I'm not using you, sir. But there are sections where you, you, it's, you need them. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. The, the onions, like we said, they extend up to get you the... They are... And, such an interesting platforming thing. Yes. That's why I love that boss fight so damn much. Because you, you can't know, jump with it. You can't. Not really. Yeah. You could extend and then and like then, have a little hop. And then unextend. And then you just uh, kind of get like, a little hop. This, that, that, that is one of the few fights in this game that felt like a Zelda fight. 100%. Oh, yes. I was like, they took this out of fucking Zelda. Well, besides the the floating head boss, which was yeah. a literal yeah. Zelda boss. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna cross this one over, but yep. no, this is this one was a very Zelda style boss. I didn't realize until the game. I didn't realize how much parallels this has to Zelda. Yeah, I was like, huh? Well, shit. Yeah, it it's the uh, obviously it's not an open world game. As yes, much yes. as people want to say that it's an open, it's there's nothing open world about this. Game. No, it's there's a linear progression, and the stages are sandboxes. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like this. I guess it's a. It's not even a hub world type of game because Mario sixty four was a hub world type of game. Um, Sunshine as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this, it's just where you want to be. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's you could say it's analogous to uh, Mario three, except it's instead of branching and paths all over the place, mm-hmm. it's just one straight line yeah. of A to B to C, and then you just do those stages, and the stages are large sandboxy areas that you can play around in. Galaxy 2 is probably the closest that they've ever been to something like this because you're kind of along a straight line. You have little branches here and there, but those those nodes are just levels. Mm-hmm. It's not whole worlds. So I, I really like the approach that they had with this. Yeah. And that choice that you made, by the way, between Wooded Kingdom or Horrid Waterworld <laughs> didn't actually matter. Which no. It's a bummer. That yes, that did bum me out. Yeah, and if this is something that I felt like they could have used to make the post game incentivize yes. post game a little bit more interesting, mm-hmm. is that you choose one, you're locked out of the other. When do you get to see the other one? After you beat the game. Oh, hey, we could go back to those locations that we missed along the way. Yep. You have enough moons now. It. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't like the fact that they made you choose, and then it's not even to come back to it like slightly late, immediately after yeah. you make the choice. Like, what's the point of doing that then? Right. What was <laughs> Honestly. the point? Uh, you have a slightly different order on your game compared to my game of the of the world map, I mm. guess. Okay. Yes. Right. Uh, so to, to finish up Wooded Kingdom, I thought that. By the time you reach Wooded Kingdom, uh, this game has shown you everything you need to know to be successful. That's when I learned Mario. Yeah. Because initially, I really didn't like how Mario controlled. I, I I agree. I thought that he didn't jump far enough. It's, it's something was like he. I, I played a lot of Galaxy, so he just felt like too too loose compared to. He felt too loose compared to like the the Galaxy games, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, I I can't wrap my head around this. That's until you learn the hat throw. Yeah, and I was like, okay. They can, they kind of tell you it a little bit, but you can't even you can't walk three steps without the game trying to tell you how to do a certain move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Initially, right? But they don't. They they tell you, hey, just throw out the cap and hold the button down and walk into the cap. Mm-hmm. They don't tell you, hey. Jump, throw the cap, and then dive at the cap. Mm-hmm. Right? That's for you to figure out. Yeah. And maybe you learn that from a Koopa. Or maybe you just, who knows, just But you will have to learn this at some point. At some point, you'll learn it. <laughs> yeah. And maybe Wooded Kingdom is where you learn it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? That, that's, that's actually when I, because there are steps into that process. And like, when I threw the hat, I wasn't holding a button, so the hat would always come back to me too quick. And I'm like, man, what am I doing wrong? Then I finally held the button. I'm like, okay, cool. All right. So now dive to the hat, and I'm still kind of missing certain steps. But then when you you just get a certain rhythm in your fingers, and you're like, yeah, this Mario has never felt better. You learn it. <laughs> it, it shows up. It implants itself into your brain, mm-hmm. and you get it. And I think Wooded Kingdom is where like I started getting it. Yeah. Uh, and we spent a lot of time in Wooded Kingdom. Not, I mean, the music was a group. Yeah. 
I did not want to leave the music of that place. But I didn't, I didn't even hear the eight bit version until I beat the oh, game. Oh man, the eight bit <laughs> version is so good too. I'm seeing the fucking list and I'm like, okay, there's eight bit version of this. Mm-hmm. Version. I'm missing it. Where, where is it? Where, <laughs> right, go right back. I gotta find it. Went there, got it. And I was like, this is for every level now. <laughs> you just turn it on. <laughs> oh man, this, this game, this location also had, I think maybe the only unique boss fight. To show up after you clear the level. Yes, that I've noticed. Because I don't think that any other level had something like this. But no. You get a, a, a random boss fight if you go up one of the towers. Yeah, one of the observatory towers. Which is a giant hat with, like, buzzsaws at the edge of it. Yeah. Spitting out Goombas. Spitting out Goombas. And true to the fashion <laughs> of the game, you are trying to beat this as Goombas. Mm-hmm. Or, or figure out what you need to do as the Goombas to beat it. But... You have to get to- you have to create the, um, the tower. Goomba tower and get tall enough, to but not jump. too tall to get hit <laughs> by the buzz sword. So you're like, okay, I gotta kind of dodge this thing and then come in close enough, jump out, and then do. Um, do it was my- great. It was great, and it has a third remix of the song uh, during it. That I don't think that is not also not you don't unlock a it, right? Song to unlock, yep. <sighs> yeah. Bummer. Absolute bummer. <laughs> Uh, this, this is, I think, was by and far like the best stage in the game. Yeah. Just, not even close. Not even close. Not even close. So, after you're done with this, it's time to go off to the next kingdom. But I believe you get a little bit sidetracked here. Bowser bogards you. Bowser shows up and punks you out for one of the few times in the game. I think it was like three or four times in the game that Bowser decides that. Fuck this. You are not... The, I don't know why I've struggled with you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to punk you out and slap you off and you're gone. Mm-hmm. And you just end up in this random desolate cloud kingdom with absolutely nothing around. And It looks beautiful, by the way. Two moons. Yeah, yeah it looks nice. Mm-hmm. But there's there's nothing there. But whooping Bowser's ass. Yeah. <laughs> and then he sends you off to uh, where the... Lost... You don't fight him there? You do fight him there. Yeah. You that's, f- a, that's a fantastic fight. I... Part of me wishes that it didn't happen, but it's like you knew it had to happen. Because it didn't happen to, so soon? They had to show you what you needed to do to beat Bowser at some point. Yeah. So giving you the, the safe... Because they always do. Mario games always do this. The you mid, fight Bowser mid, yeah. more than one time. What I wish they didn't do is have that same fight be the, the, the last fight. fight. Right. It's a, it's a little variation to it, I, but... Him throwing his hat at you and you fucking possessing his hat with boxing gloves. Boxing gloves. I, I was playing a split Joy-Con and oh, like they take like this fucking shaking and I'm like, fuck you, Bowser. Like it was so, I love that boss fight so much. Yeah, it was a pretty good fight. Yeah. Uh, but he but punks the, you out again. The location, there's nothing in the location no, no, outside of the fight. Yeah. If you want to go back to it, you can you can get one moon, mm-hmm. and then you have to wait till the post game to get a second moon. Yeah, I think it's a total of ten or something. And then you get the post game moons, and yeah, it, it's if it wasn't there, you'd never notice. No, and it was kind of you know you're not gonna call it a real world, and it's kind of unfortunate because Mario's had cloud based levels before, and mm-hmm. it could have been a very interesting location. Yeah, to do some platforming in, but there's just nothing there. And maybe it's a DLC thing that they might expand on, or maybe not. Mm. But it's kind of—I found that to be a little disappointing. That and the other mini level, the other mini level was so cool. 
And we'll, we'll get to that one. one. So you finish off the cloud level, mm-hmm. and then you're going to the next stage. And then this is... Which you're marooned yet again. This is where you end up at Lost Kingdom? Lost Kingdom. Yes. So you end up at Lost Kingdom. And, well, this is probably my least favorite of the actual stages. It is 100% my least favorite. But, yet again, Mark Brown. You guys should watch his stuff. Um, developer's Toolkit. Um, game Maker's Toolkit. I'm sorry. Um, he mentioned something that I noticed when I initially played it. They did the thing where... In Sunshine, the best stages were when they took uh, Flood from you. Yep. And in this game, they took Cappy from you. I was like, oh, okay. I see what you guys are getting at. All right. This is going to be fun, I guess. You kind of get him immediately, and you can't really... You realize... Not, not, not that Cappy's a crutch, but you realize how... Important. <laughs> yeah. Is. It's like, oh, man, I got to traverse this world now like my regular-ass Mario way. Uh, okay, I guess. Like, I gotta get this hat back as quickly as possible. And then you get him back, and then it's just... It's visually unappealing. It's, there's poison in the yeah. ground. It's, I, I didn't like this level, like, at all. I, I couldn't wait to get out of it. It was... There, it's not bad, per se. It's just... Uh, this is also where you you start noticing that there's a lot of clash between the stages. And, I mean, like, hmm. artistic vision of the stages. Like, they don't quite sync together. There's not a lot of cohesiveness. I like that. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you look at this stage... This stage is ugly. It's markedly different yeah. than what the other stages look like. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of just random weird color all over the place. And, like, the lines of the stage aren't as sharp. It, it looks like an off-brand... Super Nintendo game, like this, this <laughs> made in high HD. But I mean, like it's. I guess the best way to say is like the stages you played up until this point graphically are Twilight Princess, and then this stage is like Wind Waker in terms of how different yeah it looks like when you're looking at these stages. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just off, and this is actually something that they will now at this point continue on doing in this yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> Where they will jar you with how different these stages look. Yeah. Uh, the next one is a fucking whiplash. I wish I could say more about this stage, but like, I, it's nothing really memorable here. You oh, you get the tropical wigglers. Yeah, and there's not very exciting capture. I don't think. No, not until um some of the puzzles in the, the late game. The puzzles are more interesting than what you get. Yeah, right? but here is it's like okay, cool. I'm kind of plat not really platforming do you have to jump to platform uh i guess it n- no you're <laughs> you getting to go from to platform to platform right it's interesting platforms here so it's like okay this yeah i couldn't wait to get out of this place oh this is the first time you meet the the gliding dinosaur no no you meet him in the sand kingdom he, he's in the sand kingdom first yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. all he's also in wooded kingdom oh yeah i, I didn't even see him <laughs> until post game <laughs> You gotta climb way up. Yeah, there. Uh, yeah. Is I think the title is apt for this kingdom, <laughs> Lost Kingdom. Yeah, is it, uh, forget Forgotten Isle. I think is like the subtext also. Oh, that's even better. 
Yeah, I couldn't. I honestly, just like you said, I couldn't wait to get out of there. Yeah. So we got out of there mm-hmm. straight into New Donk City. This level is really high up there for me. Yes. This is number two. If only for the verticality. Uh, There's so much crazy shit you can this, do in this game. This stage is so good. And they give you a, they, they give you a boss fight when you get to use the As tank. soon as you get inside. Uh, Mech, which I like to call Mecha Wiggler. I don't know if that's like the maybe, maybe it is. name. They, they, and it, you're in the city and it's nighttime and mm-hmm. it's raining. Mm-hmm. And you see Pauline. You see Pauline who's weirdly tall and human. And a mayor. And a mayor. And the currencies is her face on it. And she must have had some influence in also that. Also a singer. Years. Yeah. She's, a, she's all around She does her. everything. <laughs> she's tired of getting kidnapped, uh-huh. so she said, I'm just going to be the mayor. I wish her and Peach met. It would have been interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> She'd be like, no, Peach, this is how you do it. Just just, just don't stay this over. Is, this is how you can run your kingdom. <laughs> Oh man, New Dunk City was amazing. That that stage was basically it felt like a love letter to Mario. That's that you said it perfectly. It is a celebration of Mario as a character, as a franchise, as everything. They literally have a celebration as part of the storyline. I don't want to sound like, you know, Mario is a very important game for me. Yeah. Like it is Mario 3 is the game that I realized like I love video games. Like if not for Mario 3, I don't know where I I want to be playing games. Seeing that festival and what, like, like them singing the song and you, like, doing 8-bit Donkey Kong stuff was very emotional to me. Like, I, I watched it and I was like, man, this is fucking awesome. It was really awesome. I was like, holy crap. Like, when, when she's singing the song and I'm just, as I got there with her, I'm just sitting there and, like, Mario's dancing. Like, for a good 30 minutes. Like real talk. You didn't even want, I was like, like I'm the not, moon's I'm sitting there. I'm not, I'm not touching this. I'm moon. not. I'm not fucking ending this thing. I'm just, just dancing. This is just amazing. Like, I think the game they after the hat mechanic they they put Cappy at the top and he's like, we gotta do New Donk City. I don't know how we fit it in the game, but we gotta fucking. Do We're gonna this. do it. And it was it even up to that point was I, I like the 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 series of quests you were going on like you know um. Power on the power plant, get the singers for the festival. I was like, oh, this is this is actually really fun. This feels kind of like a Grand Theft game <laughs> when you're going on a. On well, a I mean, you are stealing random scooters. Yep. To jump rope in. Yep. Oh man, this. Once you finish the, the I don't want to say the main story because after you finish the first few objectives, then the rain stops. It becomes mm-hmm. daytime and. Mm-hmm. Then you get opened up to the stage. There's no enemies in the stage. No, it, it's actually just platforming. Yeah, you're just you're climbing just up this ta- jumping tower, jumping all over the yeah. place and searching. And there's no enemies. There's no threat to you dying outside mm-hmm. of if you want to go into one of like the random challenge rooms. And even yeah. most of those don't even have anything in them mm-hmm. either. So this stage is just you getting to run around and explore. Mm-hmm. And I, if you told me that. I was going to have this much fun in a Mario level with not a single enemy. <laughs> in in with buildings as structures. I would have thought that you were <laughs> insane. But yeah. this stage is probably probably the best design stage in the game because what are you doing in the stage, right? You're, 
literally you're doing, platform. You're you are literally doing what Mario does, mm-hmm. and nothing else. Yeah, you're jumping around and you're searching for your moons. You're searching mm-hmm. for your coin. There's nothing deeper to it than that. And Jump between buildings. Like, and yet, it's just so... Right. It's so compelling. You're jumping between buildings. You're searching the nooks and crannies mm-hmm. of the city. You're entering random doors into like a crowd of people <laughs> trying to find their way from point A to point B. Yeah. Like you got lost in Tokyo for a second <laughs> or something. And... And that was this is also the first place where I found one of these little mini zones that had three moons in it. Oh yeah, that little crowd of yeah people. yeah. And I found I went in there and I found one moon. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll whatever, I'll find the next moon when I come back. So I come back. Cappy's like, hey, there's still more stuff in here. I'm like, cool. Which I love that he now. does. I yeah, love that very so nice. much. Yeah. So I go. I find the second one and I leave. I'm like, cool, I got it. And then I come back in there. And then he's like, hey, I think there's more, there's another star in here. You're a liar. No, I got two. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God. stage. No, why? And then I eventually found it, which was, it was, it was purely post game. Mm -hmm. You couldn't do it until you were in post game. Yeah. But I finally found it and I was like, okay. Now you're making me feel like I missed other yeah. stuff. So I <laughs> that's, immediately, that's what this game does very good. So I go back. Yep. Once you learn something like other things. Oh, shit. How much of this? Most I missed? of the other ones didn't yeah, have anything yeah. extra. But um, New Doc is very high up there. Yeah, you got you. There's something uh, Zelda handled this very well. Mm. There's something awesome about climbing up to the top of a really tall structure. Like you get that Spider-Man two feeling, yep. and I mean it's it's essentially the Empire State Building. Mm-hmm. You're climbing up, and Zelda does it with all of its mountains, and then they give you this game. And of course, there's a moon up there for you. Of course, because why wouldn't there be? Yeah. You made the trek all the way up there. There better they're be something to, for you. And not that there there better be. They're gonna reward you for doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And then saying, hey, you know what? There's no fall damage in this game. Mm-hmm. I'm Just jumping go, off. Go for it. Just go for it. Just mm-hmm. do it. Have fun. Yeah. And like that's what that that's what this stage was. It was just here is everything. Have mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Oh, by the way, there's also like six foot tall humans just kind of wandering around in your this weird weird weird, weird something thing. Yeah. That's not human, <laughs> but yet somehow are human. Very jarring. Yeah, but very jarring. I liked it. I like the way that they also referenced that Mario and Pauline knew each other. With the uh, billboards? And the, the fact that she was like, it, it when uh, after you finish the, the main section of it, she's like, oh, you want to take a quiz about me to get to know me better? So I didn't realize that was like a, a thing, like an old thing about um, Pauline. I was like, oh, shit, I don't know nothing about Pauline. But that was actually really cool. Yeah. And then after you do that, it's like, man, it's great to, to reminisce about these things with old friends. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, she's acknowledging that she knows Mario. That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Especially considering that, you know, you don't really get to, like, interact with any of that 
I mean, it's New Donk City, and there is Donkey Kong in the city in the, part the, of the celebration. But the, the streets are named after like Rambi and Cranky it, Kong, right? But it, it feels like there was something that they could have capitalized more on the Donkey Kong nature of it. But I actually they, thought I actually thought they were gonna like just put Donkey Kong as a boss fight in it. Yes, they kind of did because he's at the end of the celebration. Yeah, 2D Donkey Kong. Yeah, apparently there's also 3D Donkey Kong in there too. What? What? Ah, uh, I mean this is spoiler episodes. So. Oh no, that's shit. Okay, something to find out. I will definitely search for that. Something to find out. Yeah. Right. There, there's there's a little bit of a little extra stuff for the uh. very good intrepid explorer, but it's not it's not in New Donk City, but. 3D Donkey Kong is in the game. It's cool. From what I've heard. Huh. Unverified by myself because <laughs> I don't have enough moons. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Uh, so they. Thumbs up on New Donk. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then. Uh, and the theme is so good. It it's is. so cherry. You get the nice suit. Uh huh. get that, that the nice gangster suit. Gangster suit. Yeah. Yeah. It, they don't even want to call it gangster suit. We'll just say you know it was a nice 1950s New York yeah. style, a suit. zoot suit, if you will. So, it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that city, and it's where I spent most of my time looking for stuff in the post game. Does know. it have the most moons? Uh, I couldn't actually tell you because I haven't unlocked all the moons in all the locations. But it has a lot of moons. It's over a hundred. There's a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. I thought that this was this was one of the best stages in Mario games out, like, period. Yeah. Uh, you know, and if Woody Kingdom wasn't in this game, it would be <laughs> the number yes, one stage yeah. in the game. So. Woody Kingdom just had a full deck, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this stage is large. Yeah. And, and it also gives you another inanimate object control thing mm-hmm. where you... Can spell out Mario's name because it just shows up there. Why for not? No reason. I say the city, I guess. Mario also has different dance moves if he's hanging out by the musicians. Yes, by the uh, I think the guy the, with the, the bass guitar. He um he snaps his fingers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. It's a nice yeah. little touch. Because you know he he only has the one dance move. You're thinking he's like Commander <laughs> Shepard. He can't really do any good dances. But... I think he could do the festival again too. Yes, you can restart the festival mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Because you know what? Why wouldn't you want to see it again? Yes, at some point, right. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to hear that song again. Oh my god, I, I fucking love that song. <laughs> it's 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 kind of like Snake Eater, where it's like it's not ironically good. It's like actually good. Yes. It's like wait, hold on. It's kind of cheesy, the lyrics, but I'm like, wait, this song is actually really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> the melody is good. The, the... Wow, okay. You guys fucking went there. They weren't afraid to drop lyrics in this game. No. <laughs> no. Uh, what was after New Dog? You, you also have another choice. Now? Oh, yeah. They yeah. give you the choice. And after I know their whole spiel, I just went to the worst of the two. <laughs> so I went to the Snow Kingdom. So it was the Snow Kingdom or the beach seaside, seaside kingdom? Yeah, yeah. I think I went to I went to seaside first. Okay. Oh, you hate water levels, so. Well, I would rather be in the water level than the ice level. Okay. So I I, I, I like water first. levels, and it reminded me of sunshine. So I was like, I'm gonna go to the Snow Kingdom first. Uh, so that Snow Kingdom was probably the first stage where I was just like, man. I kind of just want to not be here. 
So yeah, there was a first stage where I went and beelined for the end, mm-hmm. and I didn't really do any major exploration until I came back in the post game. To be fair, though, it was not a hard stage to beeline to the end because that was oh. pretty much all they wanted you to do in the oh, stage. Oh, to beeline because um, to get out of that stage, is, I thought was a bit difficult. Oh, to actually exit? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to learn how to play this fucking minigame. That minigame is great. I hated it so much at first. I was like, I do not understand what's going on. I keep getting second place until I was like, oh. Oh, just bounce. the bounce. Just do it. I have to bounce as I hit a surface. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. You ricocheting off of walls. Oh, and yeah. I was like, I'm coming back to this. <laughs> I'm going to play this mini game later on. Uh, yeah, that mini game is awesome. I, I, I agree. I thought that was, that was probably the best mini, mini game section that they had in, in there. Yeah. If the races were consistent, I would like the races a lot. But they're just not. Yeah. And then you, you got have the this master dumb ones. gold kingdom uh, Koopa. I mean, this dumb gold <laughs> Koopa just cheating all over the place. You can't, you can't win without watching him. Just, uh, the one in the sand one pissed me off so much. Uh, that was actually the first, the first one I beat. Oh yeah, the gold with the gold Koopa, oh, okay. the sand kingdom one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, yo, I'm just gonna take the, I'm just gonna take the electricity. So I used the electricity to go up and around. Oh, really? And then uh, basically just shaking the controller to go faster. I didn't know you could do that. I took a jacksy there. <laughs> I just ran. Because, but, like, you have to be able to, like, control it. Yeah. Because well the jacksy is a dream to control. <laughs> but, yep. Uh, Snow Kingdom. I, I think for them, if they, to make this level better... You know when you initially get there and it's like, you know, a blizzard? Major fog, can't see anything. I wish it remained like that. It just stayed like that? Yeah, and you just look for the moons in that area. At least make it interesting. Because, like, after, when you go back there, it's like, okay. Is that I'm just going to stay out in this outer area or just go down with the races? And there's, like, nothing down there after you're, after you, you clear it out? Yeah. There's, like, unless you're gonna do there's the races like again. one random moon and extra races. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I'm, I'm get just much like the Cap Kingdom. I'm gonna get as much pos- things out of here as possible and never come back. Yep. You get like one of the best outfits in the game there, though. What the parka? Yeah. Little snow. It's fucking good. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's good. It's pretty good. Uh, he doesn't shiver anymore when you get there. No, it's I nice. Thought, I thought it was pretty dope. It's a, it's because you know he, he was in the Desert Kingdom and he was shivering because it was cold mm-hmm. there. And then, like, in the Lost Kingdom, he's hot, and you can't do anything about that. Yeah. Even when you take off all your clothes. But then when you put on this nice little it's like, oh, comfortable... I kind of wish you didn't have to slip on ice anymore, but, you know. Yeah, well, that's what Goombas are for, yep. apparently. All right, so we move out of that kingdom into the Seaside Kingdom. I really like this kingdom a lot. And that, this kingdom was a pleasant surprise, because after the after the other Water Kingdom, I was gonna, I was not looking forward to this one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. this this kingdom was good. Yeah, they they gave you some beach volleyball, which is fun, especially when you throw Cappy in the mix. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially when you're controlling Cappy and then you're doing it two player and then you can't. I screw should up. really try that. Oh yeah, <laughs> can't ever can't mess it up with two players. Oh, that's how I'm gonna get a hundred. Yep, there you go. All right, I don't know. Uh, you get introduced to the. Uh, 
Pea Flowers, I guess, is the unofficial name for it. Yeah, okay, yeah. It gives you Pea Speed, which mm-hmm. is a mechanic from... And they actually play the same music. Yep, the little... <laughs> yep. So, mechanic from Mario 3 and not actually named in Mario World, but it's there. Yeah. Where you run really fast, and you put out the arms, and you can fly. Well, there's no flying in this game. I'm about to say, what? <laughs> Shit. Uh, I've you been can doing fly in those other two games. Yeah. But, you know, you can run on water with it because mm-hmm. you're running so fast. Uh, the stage also gives you the rest of your flood uh, abilities. <laughs> yeah. With these uh, this uh, squid that you can control that you can Interesting platform hover itself. off the ground mm-hmm. and, and propel like, yourself forward. Yep. So between... And attack also if you can position it right. Oh, yeah. It's a little and, difficult. And, and it's a... Three three flood abilities in this uh, in mm-hmm. this guy. So I know you love this stage. It's my it's, it's a very good stage. That's why I was like, stage. I'm gonna go here second. This is like a Mario Sunshine stage. And between that and being able to use your cap to like uh, disperse poison that piranha plants spin mm-hmm, around, mm-hmm. and one of the bosses, one of the brutals, you pretty much have all of your Mario Sunshine move set. Yeah, right here. <laughs> uh. Yeah, the, this kingdom. I thought by by the time you got here, you know, you know so much about the game that going around and doing what you need to do is trivial. Mm-hmm. It's just learning what the new enemies are in yeah. here and what you can control. You get your cheap cheats back, and this this stage throws those really obnoxious seaweed enemies at you. You can't possess them, right? No, you can't. Okay, you just gotta. They're not that obnoxious. Can, they're you obnoxious. Can, you, they you, pop up. All over the place. Yeah, I, I've never been hit one, by one. Disgusting. I hate <laughs> They're them gross. So I hate them so much. They're so obnoxious. Um, the stage also had a very good boss fight. So the 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 giant squid. Yes. And the multiple things you have to do before you can actually another Zelda fight encounter him. <laughs> and yeah, and he's sitting on top of what looks to be a a, a Zelda tower, <laughs> a Breath of the Wild tower. <laughs> And then yes, yeah, so you get this, you get to fight him, and the only way you're going to damage him and keep up with him is if you're using your Mario Sunshine skills. So mm-hmm. of course you're you're loving it. Actually, uh, this fight took not took me a while, but I I didn't quite understand what to do because I thought I would have to get above him and then eject from the monster and then butt pound on his head. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, that's that's not right. So didn't even realize that he has lava on his head that you have to then. You know, wash off, wash off the lava, then still hit him with the water going forward. It wasn't until like, <laughs> I guess it took a while. Cappy was like, "Hey, yeah, let me fucking tell you." You what wanna, to do. you wanna learn here? I'll, I'll help. <laughs> I you. I got you, bro. You look like Aaron. <laughs> well, I thought it was an awesome fight. Uh, I I had a lot of fun with this this with this stage. I didn't think I would have as much fun mm-hmm. with it. Uh, the remix one was fun too. The mechanic was interesting. The remix one was interesting. Because, well, we're not we're not there yet, but oh, yeah. it, it was it's in the Mushroom Kingdom, mm-hmm. uh, which which is something that's in this game, and you encounter it by jumping into a painting, and you even get the the little <laughs> sound. It, it, it yeah, calls back all the Mario sixty four sounds in there, so it's it's nice. Uh, I thought that this kingdom was maybe a little short. It's it's relatively small, and it looks like it's a lot bigger yes, than it is. But it it's not as dense as the other ones, right? So it, so I felt like I when when I was done with it, I felt like I could have done more. But there, 
I was looking at it, I was like, I don't really know if there's that much more to do. Yeah, yeah. And it has, I want to say it has 100 coins. It has a decent amount of space that feels like it's unutilized. Yeah. Uh, there was like this entire back end section of the stage that I didn't notice at first. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you, you go around a corner and then there's oh, a, a yeah. moon here yes. and some more coins. But that was it. Yeah. And, and, it, it is, it, and it's, that area is really small. Because yeah. you get excited when you get there and you're like, oh shit. That oh. I jumped up and did like all this platforming. The and fork like, yeah, and stuff like that. I didn't yep. even realize there was anything here. Mm-hmm. And then I saw and I was like, oh, there's actually not really that much like here nine, at all. nine purple coins. I could, I could have actually just swam around here. <laughs> I did all of that for nothing. Yep. Well, not for nothing. I got something. Yeah, it was, it was nice to discover it, but I don't know. It felt like there was more. Would have been more. And there's like this one part of the stage that's really high up and looks like there's something there, but I haven't figured out how to get there Same. yet. Same. I know exactly where you're talking about, and I, I again, <laughs> and I'm looking at him like I can't do a, a pound to wall jump to cappy jump. No, to, it's, it's too it's far. Way too you high. You can't use a squid to like kind of prepare yourself further and further up because it's still too high. So I'm like, oh shit. Sure. No, like, Maybe there's it. a part of the stage that we don't, we even, don't even know yet. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe there is. I come back next week. I'm like, that stage is fucking great. <laughs> uh, so it was after you finish this one, you end up in Luncheon Kingdom. Yep. I loved Luncheon Kingdom. Uh, I don't think you did. Nah. I loved Luncheon Kingdom. The same way you probably felt about the Lost Kingdom. Not not that I disliked the Luncheon Kingdom, but I really am not a fan of the aesthetic here. Which I thought I would be. And yet another ridiculous clash yeah. of art in this stage. It's just it's, it's, jarring. Yeah. It's kind of not, not gross isn't, isn't the right word. It's just... Harsh to look Harsh, at. Yes, there's there's a lot of weird like bright pink. Yeah, and, and this is your lava. Yeah, it's a lava stage. And, One of the two. And it's not it's not like red. It's and it would have made sense for it to be red, but it's not red. It's mm-hmm. like this just weird bright pink. Yeah, and there's all these like weird glassing glassing looking peppers and things all over the place. Mm. And the stage looks weird, but. Mm. Gameplay here was so good. Yes, I would absolutely uh, agree with that. Because when you possess uh, um, the fire, the portables, the portables, and then you realize that you can use the tomatoes to platform even further, I'm like, this is jump awesome. on land with your fire. Because the first time you get in, you're like, okay, cool, I got to make this jump, and uh, not quite far enough, yep. and you land on the land, and you're, you're back to and normal. you're back to normal, and you're like, damn. How do I make that jump? Mm-hmm. And then if you notice it, you kill these tomatoes and they just like ooze out. They just splatter. And yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want to fight these things because they're so obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Like I, I kill it and I got to jump away from it before it explodes yep. on me. And then I don't even I don't even know what put the two and two together. Neither. Yeah. But at some point. It just made sense to try it. Yeah. It's just like, well, it's here. Yeah. And I get hurt when I touch it. Mm hmm. Just jump on it. Let's see what happens. Mm. And true enough, awesome. there it is. You you could use it as yep. extended lava to there, jump there across the land. Really fun platforming stuff that you can do later on in the game with that. Yep. And I was like, this okay. This is fucking awesome. Uh, 
this is the first stage you get a Hammer Brothers, although it's not the first time you get a, a Hammer Brothers style enemy. No. You got a Fire Brother in uh, um, Wooded, Wooded Kingdom, yep. which is another reason why Wooded Kingdom is awesome. <laughs> Can you get something from lighting that campfire? Yes. I didn't get anything. Not the one by the fork. The one where you first meet the Hammer Brother, you jump up, and it's like a random lone. Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. Oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm going insane trying there's, to figure there's out There's one by the fork. Yeah, I, I got that one, yeah. Uh, it felt you fucking get an good. Actual Hammer Brother and these guys. It felt good possessing a Hammer Brother. Yes, I was like, you have terrorized me for years, and now I'm you. And then you realize he's still terrorizing you because <laughs> he's like these controls are weird. He's hopping he everywhere. everywhere. And, and like the third jump is like a big hop, and I'm like, you, you still fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I'm controlling you, you're still a jerk. Uh, there was something interesting about this stage. What's up? If you explore it well enough, <laughs> yeah, you told me about this. You find a painting, and there's like this little mechanic in the game where you find a painting, and you can warp through that painting into another world. Yeah, and find a way out of the way star. It's, you can't get it any other way. Mm-hmm. It's like on a platform that's with a, with a checkpoint, really high up with a checkpoint, and mm-hmm. the only way you get there is by finding that painting. The painting in this stage leads you to the Mushroom Kingdom. And we're we're playing and we hop in there. Mm-hmm. And, well, we don't even hop in there yet. Nina sees it and she's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Oh my god! It's the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh my god! Yeah. So we're like, "All right, we're going in. We go in, and you're on this floating island. Impossible jump to get. You cannot get there. And I bet you tried. Of course, <laughs> you cannot get there. Yeah." And you just see it. It's Peach's Castle. You can see moons in the distance. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, stars. Stars. Because... Because you're in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yep. And there's stars. Mm-hmm. And you're looking around and like, whoa, this is cool. And then you turn and you look and you're on Yoshi's... You're in Yoshi's house. Yoshi's mm-hmm. house is apparently just chilling on a random floating island. He can hover jump, so he's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? And there's a note. And the note says, hey. Step out. Yoshi here. I'm out. I'm I'm chilling at the castle. So I'll see you later. All right. Cool. Let me go find the moon on this island, and then you, if you didn't notice it before, mm. you notice it now. It's a star, and it plays the Mario sixty four. He music. even has the thumbs up. <laughs> and then Cappy's Not the thumbs up the the victory sign. Yeah. And then Cappy's like, "Well, I mean, it's still a moon, but I guess here <laughs> in the Mushroom Kingdom they look like stars." Yep. So are they? Were they always stars? Yep. Or, I mean, moons. And they changed. What is going on here? Yep. I'm of two minds of that. I think it's fucking awesome that they like kind of teased you a little bit oh. with that. But as I, I, when I got to luncheon at this point in the game, I kind of just like just beeline straight through. Like I got you ready to my, go. Yeah, I was ready to beat the game so I could see this post game that everybody was raving about. So um, I didn't see this at all. So. Part of me is like, man, that's fucking awesome that you could see the mu- you you could see that there is a mushroom kingdom in this game. But beating the game and actually being in the mushroom kingdom was like. So there was a I, I read a tweet somewhere. Uh, uh, it was a art. It was a tweet from an article stating that um, the post game in this game is a lot like uh, Pokemon Gold and Silver, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh fuck. So immediately as I got to the Mushroom Kingdom by the end of the game, I was like, 
Am I gonna just? Did they just remake Mario sixty four in this fucking engine? Yeah, they were. These guys, were, whoever tweeted that, was wrong. By the way, <laughs> yeah, they were totally wrong. Very wrong. So it'd been awesome if I saw that initially, but I'm happy the way I I ended up in it. I think that both ways are are rewarding. Yeah, very rewarding in different ways. Yeah, you get rewarded with this cool Easter egg mm-hmm. from your exploration. Yeah, or if you didn't see it at all, then you get the surprise of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, because there are a lot of people who, there were people who were like, I can't believe Nintendo spoiled this for me. It's like, what do you mean they spoiled it for you? They put it in the game for you to find. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Again, people are fucking weird about Mario spoilers. When I saw it, I was, it, it was a delight. Yeah. To say the least. It, it was just so cool. Mm-hmm. You, 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 it, it's like way off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. Through a fire lava section, and then there's like two stars there to distract you from it. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like it on top of that, yeah. all the way behind the structure. Mm-hmm. This, this, it, you go out of they your put way. Out the, yes. You go out of your way to find this, mm-hmm. and then when you find it, you just you 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 can't touch. You look. You can't. <laughs> you are you are Moses bringing the people to the promised land. You cannot go there. You, yeah. You are not allowed to see it. You're just sitting there and you're looking and you're thinking about, when am I getting here? This is obviously in the game. When am I getting here? And you just go kingdom to kingdom and you don't get there. Where am I? What the fuck? Where is it? And then at some point you realize, oh, this has to be the post game. Yeah. But man, that was, that was, that was one of the, one of the nice surprises of the game. And that's probably why I think I really like uh, Launching Kingdom because I feel like that kingdom rewarded me the most for my exploration. Okay. Yeah. Because everything else was you explore and you get to see some cool stuff and maybe see us and, and get a moon. Mm-hmm. This one was you explore and you get a teaser Yeah. for what's coming up next. I actually haven't been there since the post game. Th- that stage is cool. There's a pretty cool boss fight in that stage too. I love that boss fight. Because it's actual platforming. It's a platforming boss fight as a port, as a portable. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. I'm totally down this, with this. This stage was good. Yep. This stage was good. And I, I, I didn't think I would like it as much as I ended up liking it. But this was also a stage that they spoiled you. Spo- quote, unquote, spoiled you. You got to see it early if you oh, were exploring yeah, yeah. And, and did uh. That's when I initially saw it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, that was the first time where you found a painting for a location that you hadn't been to. It was the Sand Kingdom you see it, right? I think so. Yeah, I think I so. think maybe. Mm-hmm. I can't recall. I know I saw it before I got there. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. This is garish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and these weird fork people. Uh, this this stage I, I thought was awesome. And if... If a couple of, if the Snow Kingdom was as cool as a stage, or as well fleshed out, or yeah. if their first water stage was as well fleshed out as a stage, then they wouldn't have missed on them. I think they they missed on those two stages. Yeah, they they felt like that felt like they were included because they had to be included. Th- yes, it felt like they were originally placeholders. It's like, all right, we gotta figure this out later on. It's like, oh, just fuck it, just put it in the game like that. We got enough worlds and shit. Yeah, like just whatever. So I was like, ah. Um, yeah, I agree with that. 
and much like the next kingdom coming up. All right, so what 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 do we have next after luncheon? The uh, ruined kingdom. Bowser uh, bogards you again. On the way, <laughs> you're like, you know what? That's it. We got to take the fight to Bowser. Mm-hmm. So Bowser's like, you know what? How about I give you that Demon Souls Dragon Boss? Want to meet my dad? Because he's coming to the wedding. <laughs> this big-ass dragon. Where does this dragon Where come from? Where the fuck does dragon come from? This, this isn't... Uh, um, this isn't like a slight on the game, but there's certain parts of this game that feel unfinished, kind of. Or Certainly I don't know if it's, unexplained. Yeah, I don't know if it's purposeful, but like he just he's just riding a dragon. He's a dragon. And I was like, why not? Like a very kind of realistic looking dragon. The dark, the <laughs> Demon Souls dragon. I'm like, what the fuck? And then you are knocked into a Demon Souls level, which looks really cool. I yeah. <laughs> Really, this level looks. The really moment cool. I got here, I was like, "Oh my god, am I exploring this whole fucking level?" There is nothing in there. So I was, I was so sad. It's it's Cloud Kingdom version two, <laughs> but at least they gave you a really cool boss fight. Awesome, it's like such a good fucking fight. You're like rolling, much like Demon this Souls. This is Demon Souls. <laughs> like, You're this, rolling. This, was, this entire <laughs> section of the game was like, you know what? We can do the the Souls thing too. Yeah. Them Souls games are pretty popular. Roll, <laughs> fucking roll out of the way. We'll, we'll give you some gray environment, yeah. some gigantic dragon, uh, and a whole bunch of dodging. You'll be fine. You'll. Look. It was oddly out of place, and yet it worked. Yeah, because the game has conditioned you up to this point <laughs> to like, expect this whole this weird whole journey is fucking weird, garish things. Yeah. And I, I guess, it, I guess. To, to his name, Odyssey. You're just like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Just, everything you see is just weird and different. Yep. Come, you you start off and you're like, okay, well, you know, these these first couple of levels seem like they could thematically fit together. Oh, there's weird color art this, here. This is a city? This That's is fun. a, okay, this is a city. All right, we got pink soup lava and... Okay. Glass peppers. And Things are getting weird. <laughs> now I'm in. Now I'm in Dark Souls. Yep. <laughs> now I'm in Dark Souls Kingdom. I don't. I actually tweeted a picture. This um, kingdom looked so cool. I was so so I, disappointed there was nothing else to it. I use the screenshot function, the screenshot and the video function a lot in this game. Not since Breath of the Wild have I used it so much. And uh, there's a shot. I'll, I'll probably tweet it out again. There's a shot where I on the actual forty two oh five cast. Yeah, page, yeah. Because you like to be tweeting on your own <laughs> personal page. Uh, there's a shot I had where me and the samurai armor like kind of overlooking the dragon. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, this is good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ah, god damn it. Ah, wish there was more to that kingdom. I really yeah. like how it looks. I, and I, <laughs> funny enough, that's actually the kingdom I go to the most. Oddly enough. I mean, I don't know. There's nothing really there. There's right? nothing there. It's a pretty dope 2D level. Yeah. I liked it. So. Uh, then they, uh, then you finish off the boss fight and, all right, now it's time. Now it's time. Now we're going to go take on Bowser. We're going to Bowser's castle. We're going to Bowser's Japanese-inspired castle. I had to pause the game for a moment and be like, what the fuck is going on? Like... This is the coolest Bowser Castle ever. I ever. was not expecting this at all. I was expecting like typical uh, Bowser Castle. Yeah. Wait, hold on. He's Japanese now. <laughs> what is, where did this come from? Which 
that theme is really good. Yeah. I didn't appreciate that at first until I actually like listened to the sound the 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 OST thing that you um get at the end of the game and I was like, yo, this thing have levels to it. Yep. And you have quite possibly the best the best. <laughs> the best enemy capture in that game. The best. Ah uh, the Pokio. Pokio. Which has is, he been in another this is original, right? I feel like there was like a similar enemy in a Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Uh that but they don't they don't function like anything like that. Yeah, yeah. This thing is the combination of basically like a spiny. Okay, yeah. Uh and one of those fork or pole mm-hmm. things that you just find in random levels. So you are now a mobile thing that can attack and also vertically vault yourself up certain surfaces horizontally as well you're right <laughs> horizontally as well man i actually thought this was the last stage i was like this is a great last stage to cap out on like this is an awesome japanese aesthetic bowser castle was fucking dope there's um one of the best 2d sections in the game yeah is here yeah um you can not unlock but you could possess uh not the tiki statues. Um, how am I blanking on the name now? Oh, the um, the Jizo statues. Yeah, but they they I forgot what they called them in Mario. Right, but it, yeah, referencing but yes. the Tanuki. Yeah, the Tanuki st- yeah, statues. I was like, <gasps> I got so excited. I was like, I can possess a Tanuki. Like, but it's really nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was a cool little nod. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. and there there was actually a couple of there's there was at least at least one section. That you were using these things like a sub level, where you were using these things in in a sort of puzzle to bring three of them into the center so that you could okay, cool. hop across. I didn't do that yet. And of course, in sub level style, there is a moon behind you yep. that you couldn't get until after you brought these things to the center, mm-hmm. and now you have to figure out how to manipulate it so that you can. Get this other moon yeah. and not lose access to being able to get to the end of the. So it was a it was a nice thing. Obviously, you could have just said, "All right, you know what? I'm going to do one at a time." Yeah, but then yeah, you have yeah. to do double work. Mm-hmm. So you know you're trying to do it all at once. A lot of them I try to do at once. Yeah, I'm like I'm trying. And that was a good uh, that was a good section. Yeah, to figure it out. I I thought that this stage was, I like the the progression of this stage. Yeah, it's up there. Uh, because it's it's extremely linear. This is as unsandboxy of a level as you're gonna yeah. get. But like as you go through different sections, it starts to open up a little bit more each section you go into, mm-hmm. and then the more willing you are to explore, the more stuff you can find. Yep. But you know, you, you start off and it's basically like one platform, and then you go into the next stage, and it's a slightly longer platform, mm-hmm. and then by the time you're at the end of it. It, it feels like you've climbed up this castle. It's mm-hmm. just this massive, big, grandiose, p- they, pagoda-inspired yeah. and castle, you, and you just like it's like you're scaling it. You get to the gate, it. and you're like, the "Gate is huge." I'm gonna fucking fuck like, Bowser. I'm up. going in there. Yeah, and I do a thing whenever I'm in a world, and I dress up uh, thematically to that world. Oh, so, so you have the samurai. I'm in that samurai armor. Like I'm gonna go and get Bowser, get my princess back. And then you fight Metal Gear. <laughs> In the psych. <laughs> You're not doing that. Uh, and what had to be my favorite boss encounter in the game. It's really good. 
It's really, really, really good. Where these brutals decide that they're going to stop being little lame, jump on my head Mm -hmm. idiots. (laughs) And make a Metal Gear. And they go and Voltron up (laughs) into one gigantic Uh beast that you need to scale using your Pokeo power. So that you can stab them with your Pokeo beak. Shit, that would have made it a lot easier. You you un <laughs> I, I I came out of it and ground pounded the um, capsules that they were in. Well, it's nice that you have the options. <laughs> that would have made it a lot easier. God damn it! Oh, I stabbed the hell out of those. <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, yeah, that fight was so good. That fight was. It cool. was um and it, it was, was a challenge. Yes, but it was. It had stages to it. I was like, oh man, I gotta work for this one. There were only two hearts that you could find in that encounter. Yes. Uh, so that basically said that if you didn't go in with a six, uh, with a yeah, a double HP buff, mm-hmm. that you had five HP for that fight. Yeah, uh, and that was as unforgiving of a boss encounter as you found up until that point. Yes, because these boss encounters would have ways of basically just throwing hearts. At you. Yeah, even Bowser kind of throws hearts at you if you understand the fight. Yeah, this one is there is no compromise. If you cannot do this fight you without getting learn, hit, you better, you learn, better learn how to do and, it. And they timed it so perfectly that kind of if you miss, well, at least when I was doing the um, the, the ground pound, if you miss or like you don't climb up properly, well, got to wait for the next phase oh, yeah. because like I fucked that up. Oh, man, that fight was great. That, I, that was my favorite boss encounter mm. in the game. And... Just the just the way that it builds up to it, because once again, it's Nintendo teaching you the level. Yeah, it's you. You get this bird. You learn you can do melee combat with it. Mm-hmm. You learn you can pogo with it in some. I you could you could push um like the balls that he throws like yeah. the balls. You could push them into him. You can and attack like, the balls and then oh, hit this, them back. This they has show so you many that. layers. And then you get up to this boss, and then you can't do anything to it at first because mm-hmm. the first thing it does is throw bombs at you, yep. and then it just. Just drops the Pokio. Like, ah, well, you messed up. I understand. <laughs> I got it. Now. Those little like ribbon things they threw at you were very annoying. Yeah, it's like how do I? God damn it! <laughs> the, this this was a great fight. Yeah, just, and it's just a culmination of everything that you've learned in this stage mm-hmm. up to this point, without feeling like you know the stage was a tutorial. Yeah, uh, Nintendo does this so well. And I know we've said it like so many times; they mm-hmm. do it extremely well. That they they put you through a level as a tutorial that you didn't notice was a tutorial mm-hmm. to get you ready for this boss. And everything that you learned, you use. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, great. And I, why I think it's just the best boss in the game. He's a really good boss. So you you fight this thing, and it's not the end. Nope. It's not the end because Bowser's like, I'm going to the moon. Because why not? Of course you are, Bowser. You why wouldn't you? have a ship. I mean, you got to do something gravity-based after uh, after uh, Mario Galaxy, right? Which I, I appreciated that a lot. So, uh, you? Well, I might as well go to the moon, too. And then you got moon physics. I do not like this stage. No? Nah. I, I like the moon physics, but I hate how dreary it looks. I mean, it's the moon. I understand. I understand, but it's like, I as soon as I got there, I was like, we just came from like feudal Japan over here. 
and we're just like in black and uh, I, I, the view is amazing <laughs> when you look at Earth they're like oh this is really fucking nice yeah and there's actually a, a little scene that if you come back where everybody is like yes yeah 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 taking a look at it and be like wow this we're looking nice. at Earth that's yeah. cool wow we don't have space suits out here <laughs> we're just suffocating <laughs> for no reason that's fine though because wow Earth yeah uh you know what I thought that this game did very interestingly? Mm. There's a lot of red and white. Mm, I right? didn't notice that. There's a lot of red and white, and it's very apparent when you go into the cathedral. And like you got the red yeah. carpet and everything it's else just, is it's white. It's just like kind of blind in white. And you and Bowser and Peach and you are we're all wearing white and mm-hmm. red and white and you, you look at it and and it just it's like this just feels like Nintendo Mm -hmm. like the color scheme is just screaming Nintendo at you yeah and it's like they they subtly wove it in and you if you go and look you you see you you can see a lot of just red and white in this game that kind of stands out a little bit more Mm. like they put a little bit of extra color layer on it I didn't notice that Hmm. pay attention yeah I'll, I'll, I'll And you're an art guy. I was about to say, I feel bad because I'm an art guy. And I I think it's actually very... uh, What do you think is the point of that? Telling, because remember, as as you had pointed out to me, when you were like, Nintendo changed their logo back to red and white. Mm. I was like, it's always been red and white. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there was that time when it was like black and gray and Mm -hmm. white. And to me... It's like it didn't even exist. Yeah. Right. Like, I look at it and I'm like, oh, it looks familiar. Yeah. But you remember. Red I remember and white. it as red and it, white. It's why I like the Switch's logo so much because it's very striking. Yes. As soon as you see it, like, I immediately know what that is and I like it. And and I think that 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 idea of we're back to these colors. This is us right now. And they just uh, hmm. you look at your cathedral, just striking this red is and Nintendo. white. Okay. And it just felt like that. I buy that. So, I like that. So like uh, yes, it's it's a it's a dark and dreary place. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, it's the moon. It's the, yeah. Right. There's a really cool 2D section on the moon. Yes, there is. <laughs> There's a really where it's basically Super Mario Galaxy 2D version. That's I really appreciated that so much. That was cool. Uh this one in um Cascade Kingdom is pretty tough too. It kind of plays around the the physics. Like oh that. yeah, and yeah. you're like jumping up and yeah, the, yeah. A little tough. I was like, oh. So you you go into the a little bit of a exploration on the moon, and then they have a, a sub level, a ran, required sub level. I ran straight there. Oh well, I tried to run straight there. I mean, maybe. actually, it's not even required. You could get around it, but ah, huh. I didn't really think about you that. could you could get around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, it feels like it's required. Yeah. It leads you into it's it. It's a lava so level. You're just going to go in there. Mm-hmm. And then you have your showdown. And apparently, everybody in the world has been invited to this wedding but you. This looks odd. How did everybody beat you there? Bowser's there trying to put a ring on Peach that is the size of Peach. Mm-hmm. So, it's uh, how is she hula hooping this ring? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then you have your showdown, which is... Essentially, what you've already been shown. Yeah, twice. And after you uh, finish him off, he's a little bit tougher because his pattern's a little tighter, and he's 
he counters you now. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, I, I thought that was really awesome. It's a, it's a great fight. Yep. And uh, not a lot of hearts hanging around, but you can farm them if you understand yeah. how to block his attacks. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't very hard once you understood. I love that the more hats you have in this, the stronger you are. Yes, it's like your power level, not, right? Like, you put on like eight hats. It's like unbeatable. <laughs> you finish them off, mm. and then everything's crumbling around you. You gotta run. You can't get through the wall. Peach run. is like, "What are we gonna do?" You gotta run fast. Bowser is sitting there. He's unconscious. All right, looks like it's time to possess the Bowser. So we talked about it a little bit before, but now we're at the end, so we're going to finish it off. Such a good sequence. You are possessing Bowser, running through this crumbling location. You go through 30 years of you fighting Bowser in 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 his game's graphics. (laughs) With the little musical cues. And then you're controlling him. You you get your Smash Brothers slash. Mm -hmm. And you're just cutting through the wall. And then... Sonic Team comes and takes over. What the fuck was that? I don't know, man. Live and Learn was, was starting to play <laughs> I or was something. Like, what the? It's <laughs> like, whoa, we just got real Sonic a while ago. <laughs> oh yeah. What the fuck? I died a lot at that point. Really? Yeah. I didn't die. I, I died a lot at that point. Uh, I kept fucking missing jokes because I was laughing so hard. I was like, <laughs> this is so stupid, <laughs> so dumb. So you got you got to control Bowser. Bust up the moon as Bowser. You got to do a 2D section as Bowser. Which is... I didn't actually realize that you could spit fire as 3D Bowser. Yep. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I I, I just saw it in a video. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Why not? Why couldn't you do that? How come I missed that? Yeah. I had no idea. Uh, Your your base attack is... The slash. Is the slash. And then when you're in 2D, your base attack is the fire. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay, well, whatever. Yeah, I and, can't then I, and then I just saw a video of it. I'm like, you can, okay, <laughs> cool. I should try that out. Yep. And then that song kicks in, and then, ugh, that was so weird. Yeah, and then you're just attacking the core of the moon or something. I don't... And I was like, this will have repercussions. Oh yeah, this is really bad. It wasn't really bad, but stuff happened. It's kind of bad. You think so? It should have been bad. I mean. <laughs> And then um, you save you, you indirectly save Bowser. You save everybody. You yeah. save Bowser. You save Peach. And then ah, you guys are dusting yourselves off. And then it's time. Bowser's like, I, I got to get this proposal through. Yeah. And then Mario's like, after all of this, are you serious, bro? <laughs> no, it's my turn. I'm proposing. And they're shoving these flowers in Peach's face. Peach is like, I've had it. I've had it. I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm getting on this little hat ship, and I'm out. If you guys aren't going to come, well, you're stuck on the moon. <laughs> Bowser's sad. The Mario's like, it's pats right. him on the back. It's all right, bro. It's all right, man. We're, see you next game. Well, neither of us got it done. <laughs> and she's like, all right, come on. Come, yeah. come on the ship. And then Mario. Did she say, come on? I think they just saw her fly away. And he, they was no, like, oh, she, shit. We she, can't stay she stuck She called out. She called out. She's like, Mario. 
No, bye. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm leaving your ass on the moon. So then Mario's like, I'm going to jump on Bowser's face <laughs> and get on the ship. <laughs> Leave Bowser to suffocate on the moon, which, of course, nobody's suffocating nobody's on the suffocating. moon. Fuck that. Uh, and I then was, you land in the Mushroom Kingdom. I was slightly disappointed that Mario and Peach didn't get married. I am not. I understand. How do you undo I that? Under, you, you don't. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> but I thought that they... I thought they were actually leading up to this point just to say, like, what would change if they got married? I didn't... Nothing, but the problem <laughs> is that they have to continue doing that. Yeah, I get it. And there's, there's, it's canonical now. It's a yeah. timeline in the Mario universe. We don't need that. Yeah. I I, I understand why they did it, but I don't really like... Oh. She seems like a dick by the end. I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, look, she, I took it that she left them on the She board. kept getting kidnapped. She's tired of it. She's like, you know what? But why did she entertain Bowser? I'm done with this. No. She, Enough. Why did she entertain Bowser? It's one of the few words they actually say in the game. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Everything is similar. <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> Not only that. They say and Bowser and they show his picture. picture. And I'm like, who's that for? <laughs> the fuck? So one of the few words they actually say in the game, which is odd because Peach, we know she can talk very well from Mario 64. Yep. Because she baked a cake for us. Yours truly. Galaxy and Galaxy 2 as well. Peach. Yeah. So it was a a little weird that there wasn't really much that she said outside of Mario. Mm -hmm. But the one thing she said that wasn't enough. (laughs) I've had it. I'm going back home. Y'all two can stay here on the moon, mm. and then after I get home, I'm going to go see these kingdoms on my own, without getting dragged around. Which is cool. Yeah, and then you go and find her in these other kingdoms, and she's not wearing the Princess Peach outfit. She's wearing random stuff that's relatively appropriate to where she is. I love her in the seaside out, um, outfit. With the... Where she's uh, in the, the sarong and, yeah. and the bikini. Ah, uh, she's great. Yeah, right? <laughs> Pete's showing a little bit that you don't expect was, that. I was, yeah, I was, I was like, hmm, okay. But, um, yeah, you wind up in the Mushroom Kingdom when you go back. Finally. <laughs> after the tease. After the tease, you get to see the Mushroom Kingdom. I was like, oh, fuck. They, because I heard that tweet about the gold and silver thing, I was like, they just remade all of fucking Mario 64 in this engine. That's the worst tweet that you could have read. It was still fun. Mushroom Kingdom was fun to explore. I wish there was at least like one random stage that you could jump into as like a sub-level. That'd be cool. Like sort of sort of like the 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 lost wood section of Is there the not? No. They kind of hint at something too because one of the toadstools says like, "Oh, be careful of the woods." And I'm like, Oh, shit. Yeah, but that's just like... It's just a little just fucking a little small Goombas outside there's Goombas the there. I've been small Goombas my there. whole life. It was... I feel like like the way Wooded Kingdom had that whole entire secret section with yeah, like yeah. six moons in it that they could have easily said, you know what? Here's this painting inside the castle. If you go in this door, there's bob Battlefield with the six moons in it. So did you see um, the brochure that... The toad is holding that you ask him for hints to pay the 50 gold? No, I never actually paid attention so to it. So when you zoom in on it, it shows the overhead map of Babam Battlefield. <laughs> I was like, please put that in this game. Wow. <laughs> what a troll. Ah, uh, yeah. 
But yeah, that's um. Then you're in this post game, and there's not much to do outside of the Mushroom Kingdom, unfortunately. Nah. So you're you're just going back, clearing out your old moons, unlocking two submissions on the moon, which don't really add that much. The darker side is a cool challenge. I really. That is what I wanted out of that game. But in terms of it being an unlock at 500 moons... That was a bit much. Yeah. That, that, I, I wish that that was something that they just put on the moon. Dark Side was what? 300? Boss Rush. No, Dark oh, Side was 300 or 350. 350? 300? Something like that. Yeah, that could have been like 450 or 400 or something. Or even like the same side of the moon. It really didn't need to be another thing. Yeah. I mean, it could have easily been a part of Peach's Castle. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, exactly. Because there, there are remix fights there. Yeah. So, so when I when I saw that you had to still... Because at this point, I still didn't know... still didn't look up anything about this game. So I'm like, fuck. Like, is every hundred uh, moons a stage? Because like, if we got Mushroom Kingdom, are we going to get Delfino Island? Are we going to get the... There was a hot rumor about Delfino Island, uh, and that didn't pan out. As of now. Yeah. Yeah. The Observatory from Galaxy. I, I was like really excited about that. But then we just... Kind of got that. Yeah. I mean, this, the, this is, so this is why when you said that you thought the best way to go through it was just point A to point B to points. Just go follow the storyline points and get what you get along the way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the thorough ex- exploration the first time through is probably the best way. Because once you, once you go back to these locations... Mm-hmm. Like, it's still cool, but I don't know if there. It's not as exciting, and the fact that the post game is so weak, yeah, it doesn't really incentivize me to want to just keep plugging at it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have six hundred moons. Like, so what else is there really at this point? So, like, we, like we were saying before, if they just said you make this choice, these two choices during the current the course of the game. If they said, you know what, you're now locked into this path. Mm-hmm. So you chose Wooded Kingdom, you don't get the the first water stage. Yeah. That water stage is now put on at the end of the game. So now you say 300 moons, that's what you unlock. Yeah. I think that would have been a much, I, I agree with that. much, much better thing. But because you know like, the thing is, though? You're lacking. The post game is weak because you're not getting any stages out. You get one stage yes. out of the post game. But the problem with doing the way you want it to be done, not every stage is equal. You're right. <laughs> so I could be like, okay, cool. I'm going to take um, Seaside Kingdom now and then go to the Snow Kingdom in the post game. I don't want to fucking have 500 hearts to go to the Snow Kingdom. I'd be bummed out. I'd rather, I'd rather get nothing than the Snow Kingdom <laughs> if, I have to unlock, if I have to use coins to unlock it, uh, moons to unlock it. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I would have rather them say... No choice. Mm-hmm. You know, Wooded Kingdom, you get... Uh... Can you imagine doing Wooded Kingdom in the post-game? Yeah. So I, No, absolutely <laughs> not. No choice. You get Wooded Kingdom, you get Seaside Kingdom, yeah. and the other two are post-game yeah. stuff that they just add on, and, and it just makes you feel like you got extra stuff to do after you beat the game. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't know if... Not exploring it the first time through is good. Because the first time through is when you have the wonder of the stage. 
So while mm. you have the wonder, I think it's the best to capitalize on it and just look and see it as much as you can. I guess. Because you see it and then you leave and then you come back, you don't have that same thing because you've already done it. Nah, Regardless man. of how much or how little you yeah. did, you've already been there. You've already done it. When I went to the Sand Kingdom in the post the, the post game, I was like, man, like I, you gain a new appreciation when you explore it. It's not the same sense of wonder, like oh my god, like I'm this is my first time being here, and then you are learning more about the place. It's like I come back and I'm like, wait, I thought this level was one way. Now it's totally bigger than what I. Uh, it's bigger, more packed, and more dense than what I originally thought. So mm-hmm. I, I find myself enjoying it more that way. But I, I could definitely. I, I think there's an argument for both. Well, you know what? There's probably no real wrong way. Oh, yeah. You, you know what? It, that, and this it just depends on how you're looking to. If if you're a major explorer, mm-hmm. then I can't imagine that you would not explore these as you go into them. Mm-hmm. But if you're somebody who just wants to see what the game has to offer mm-hmm. then going through it and then coming back later is probably the better choice because think about it you need a, need 120 moons to get to the final to to beeline it straight through 120 moons see I had no idea how many moons it was because I had <laughs> you, so many you just bypassed that and I had 215 by the end and I was like okay well shit when I found out it was 120 I was like oh I guess I did more, a lot more exploring than I thought but then when I went to the post game, I was like, "No, not really." Nope, you did nothing. <laughs> you didn't do a damn thing. Um, this is a weird thing to ask for, but I really hope there's DLC for this game. Yeah, I do too. I feel like it is the perfect vehicle for DLC. This this game is like a Mario love letter, so it just makes sense that they would do things to add on to. You even find turnips. In the game, <laughs> yeah, and it's just, that's like such a random Mario reference mm-hmm. because Mario Brothers Two is not to, uh, the canonic, most popular yeah. Mario game, nor is it canonical. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess technically it yeah, is, yeah, kind of. Because, but I mean, the game, the game itself tells you it's not really canonical because it's a dream. The game mm-hmm. is happening in a dream. Mm-hmm. So to have these turnips as as the, the, the in the Luncheon Kingdom, they're saying, find if you find these turnips, mm-hmm. some good things will happen for you. Okay, sure, I'll, I'll look for them. Here are these three golden turnips. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember There's when... There's like a whole bunch of these just random Mario references all over the place. It's when, great. Um, when Breath of the Wild came out, did they initially talk about the season pass? Or was that a little after the no, game? No, they, they, they told you the season pass before the game came out. Before the game came out, right? Yeah. That's... Part of me don't think that there's going to be any type of DLC for this game. I think, I think they'll find a way to get something in there. I really hope so. I really... Because... It might not be a season pass type of thing. But maybe they'll just be like, you know hey, what? Here's a, here's, a, here's a couple of levels. Mm-hmm. And that might be the end of that, but... Why you? Do you think they should gate that? As in you you have to have beat a, the game first or something? Yes. They should. And have a certain amount of moons to access them? I mean, are, yeah. Why not? I, okay. I think they should. And make their, like, not remix levels, but make it, like... The hard platforming levels that people would want. Like, I they, mean, if, if so, I mean, the leader, the leader in the clubhouse is Al Delfino. Everybody seems to want that, and I think that would be one of the perfect places to go. Despite the fact that I really dislike Mario Sunshine, mm-hmm. uh, there are parts of that game that I thoroughly enjoyed, and some of those games, were, some of those parts were the ridiculously hard platforming sections that they when they took away flood. Which is which is game kind of has. With yeah. the um, scarecrow thing, yeah, and which are fun. 
and it feels like that type of environment could fit very well in this game mm-hmm. because while they do have a similar mechanic of temporarily taking away your hat, uh, which provides you so much mobility, even if you had your hat in some of those sunshine-based levels, it's they would be, still be hard. Yes. And I think they would be, almost be slightly more interesting. Yeah. Because, oh, this part is a little too hard. Maybe I can figure out a way around it. Where mm-hmm. in sunshine is, no, you nope, can't figure out a way is, around this it. Is you the better path. do it. Yeah. So I think it would be pretty interesting. I would like to see Al Delfino, all things considered, and then see Cappy's explanation for why these moons are now suns. <laughs> he figures something out. <laughs> oh, I guess here are their suns now, too. Yeah, whatever. Something. Shines. The currencies. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I enjoyed this game a whole lot. I really enjoyed this game, too. I, 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 it's unfortunate that the the more I played it after I finished it, the the less interested I got. But hmm. after I put it down for a little bit, you know, I couldn't. Once I beat the game, I realized I couldn't play this game every day. Okay. You know, I I would need to put a a day or so in between each time I pick it up. Uh, I believe today was the first because I was trying to get through Wolfenstein um, before the cast. Uh, today is like probably the first day I haven't played it. I just love like I bought it digitally. And I love just picking up and going into that world and just picking it apart little by little. And, like, let's see what, like, little star I could get here. Mm-hmm. I could just get one little star. And, like, it just, it scratches a nice itch. And it's the it's one of the beautiful things about this game that it has no timer. There's yep. no, like, cutoff point to anything. Like, you, when you collect the shine, you are still in that world. You're still in that world to do as you please. And I didn't realize I was... I didn't realize I wanted that from a Mario game. Yeah, I mean, because we were trained. Yeah. We were trained to, to be like, like oh, shit, you I find got, it? I got 100 seconds? Leave okay, I have, to, I have to try to do as much stuff as possible in this 100 seconds. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I, you feel like a pressure. Not like like an oppressive pressure, but it's like, okay, I have... When that music comes, I'll be like, all right, move the shit. Like, yep. get through this. And with nothing there, just like... Just enjoying Mario, just walking around, doing his moveset. Like, it's this is fun. Yeah. And I, I really hope... How people pine for 64 after it came out, that they want that type of game again. I want this type of game going forward for mm-hmm. Mario. I, I still want the 2D stuff, but 3D games going forward, I think I want this. And, I mean, let, let's pretty much say what it is. I mean, this is Mario 64 too. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, it, it does a better job of being Mario 64 than any other of the 3D Mario games yes, that came 100%. out. Uh and as much as hell, I love you, sunshine, you even get to be Mario sixty four in this <laughs> yeah. game. Yeah, there is an outfit that there is gives no you this weird blocky Mario sixty four look. You know what? Now that I think about it, there is no type of reference to flood or anything in this game. No, so it might be DLC. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> I no, mean, his ability. You know what? Are, not even that. They don't even have short sleeve Mario. <laughs> And they have Mario from like almost every other Everything. game. So I can see, I can see Al Delfilo being in this. Well, I mean, they like I said, they already gave you Flood's abilities, so yeah. you don't you don't need Flood to be. Yeah. Flood can just be like when they when they give you Al Delfino, they could just put him in a museum, <laughs> just lock him up inside a glass case, and then Mario goes in there and he's like, "Please get me out of here!" Like, nah, nah, I got something. Better. I got I got Cappy. <laughs> I don't need you no more. And then you can possess Flood. 
<laughs> and then things just get weird. Get real weird. Um, Nintendo always does this thing where when one of their new games come out and it's amazing, they're like, this is it. Yeah. They, they can't. They can't. When when Galaxy came out, I was like, I don't know what the fuck they go from Galaxy Universe, I guess. I don't know. They they, they kind of touched on it with Odyssey, but I'm starting to... I, I, I didn't think I would ever say this, but I think I'm starting to like this more than Galaxy the more I play it. Initially, I was like, no, definitely not. Galaxy is like my number one 3D Mario game. And as I'm going forward, I'm like, man, I don't know how they unseat this. The same way I look at Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I'm like, how do they... I mean, there's... Just kind of ways you can unsee Breath of the Wild. Yo, we are we are in an era of Nintendo right now where they have a swagger that they have not had since like Super, Super Nintendo. Nintendo. Super Nintendo, one hundred percent. Third parties are flocking to their system. They they have this swag. Like you could just see it in the design of these last two games of of Zelda and Mario, where it's just like, bro, like what are you other developers doing? And you know like, what I love you about cannot it? Compete with us. You know what I love about it? They release these games and let people talk about it. Yeah. They don't say anything about. It. They just put it out and be like, buy it, buy it. You're gonna get it. Just get it. You see all those tens? We ain't even gonna say nothing about it. This, they they put out two games in the same calendar year that have a 97 Metacritic with about nearly 200 reviews total between them. That's asinine. Oh god! What the Where fuck? do you come up with these numbers? I think we are better. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I think we are benefiting from the failure of the Wii U. Absolutely. <laughs> because that was Nintendo at its worst. Yes. We're unmotivated. We're mm-hmm. not. We're, we are basically trying to throw everything at the wall to see what sticks. And nothing did. It was a slippery no, wall. It was. <laughs> <laughs> that wall got cleaned off real quick. Uh, and seeing that the Wii U died prematurely, well. Premature to some people, I think. Only you. <laughs> um, breath these games, like Breath of the Wild is a cross, uh, cross-platform game. Yeah, it's better on the Switch. Uh, nobody, n- nobody cares that it's a Wii U game. No, it's a Switch game. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I was dreading the fact that they, were, they turned it into a Switch game mm-hmm. because I remembered when they said we're going to put Twilight Princess on the Wii. Yep, and that game was. Terrible on the, the Wii. Is the worst of the two versions. It's terrible on the Wii. Mm-hmm. And you could sell, you could see the game was made for the GameCube, and it played so much better on the GameCube. Yep. And it wasn't mirrored for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and and now they they did the same thing, and I was just like, oh, man. I don't know if I trust this Nintendo. Because, look, for as successful as the Wii was, and for the... It's not like Nintendo themselves made bad games for the Wii. Yeah. Nintendo made good games for the Wii. But that didn't feel like swagger Nintendo. Nah. It felt like going through the motions, Nintendo. Which is funny because the <laughs> Wii was anything but that. Yeah. And yet, Galaxy was the landmark game for that system. Yeah. Right? But, like, I, they kind of. They kind Skyward of, Sword is. They kind of fouled it up. It it did it it did what it needed to do to show off its the the technology of mm-hmm. the system, but, but it came too late. Yes, it came too late, and it it just wasn't that good. The gameplay of it was fine, mm-hmm. but the game itself was 
in in terms of what a Zelda game is and what we expect out of the, I don't think it was that good. I'm really dreading going back to that game. Which Zelda game do you say I'm really dreading going back to? Twilight Princess. Which one would you <laughs> rather go back to, though? Uh, Skyward Sword. Wow. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. Uh, so, Ga- Galaxy showed you that Nintendo was still able to do the Nintendo stuff. Yeah. And that's fine. And that was good, but... There's like this void around it. There's this empty void, mm-hmm. and it's just like Link's crossbow training is falling it, in there. Galaxy and... didn't feel like the rule. It felt like the exception. Yes, like it was a lightning in a bottle thing. Where you, it was like, oh, this, fuck, thank God this worked. You had you had a rote Mario Kart. Yeah. Oh. Oof. You you had the the worst version of Smash Brothers, mm. uh, in Brawl, and it's just. Nothing felt good about the Wii, and, and and yet it was good enough to to be successful, to keep them successful. in and and give them success. Mm-hmm. And then the Wii U comes out, and it's just like this is not the this they is didn't, not the Nintendo. They didn't that garner any of those. Nothing. Yeah. They, they lost it all. Yeah. And then they they turn around, which is funny because the Wii U has amazing first party games from Nintendo. I mean, what Nintendo system doesn't? And the yeah. And you see that, and it actually has a couple of good second-party games too. As we have, we started this cast on a Xenoblade <laughs> High Chronicles X High, mm-hmm. and outside of a couple of games, it was just like it felt like there was no reason to own this. And the, those couple of games were a couple of first-party games. Yeah. And now the Switch has come out in year one with two of gaming's best franchises. At the top of their game, literally redefining their own their own genres. Mm-hmm. Again, again, <laughs> making their own genres, redefining their own genre, and then redefining them again, and doing it better than their contemporaries. This is when the I, I know that me personally, I I give Nintendo a lot of. Before the Switch came out, a lot of hard time <laughs> because of basically their their failures since N sixty four. Because outside of the Wii, outside of the Wii, they they were just trending down and they were going down. And fast. the and the Wii is an asterisk. Yes, and the and the only reason the Wii was successful is because of Wii Sports. Yeah, and I'm not. We're not. We cannot even pretend. Mm-hmm. And to see them come out of this, come out of that with the Switch, and it's just, where was this Nintendo? Where have they been? But man, I'm glad they are back. Yeah. Because I haven't been this excited. I've, uh, unlike you, I have enjoyed the Wii. I've enjoyed the Wii and the Wii U for what they were. They were supplementary supplementary consoles to like my PS, uh, whatever PS system is at the time on, on my PC, even the Xbox 360. But this is the first time in a long, very, very, very long time where I can look at this. I play the Switch way more than any of my um, other systems. I mean, you have the the most ability to play it. <laughs> yeah. Is, well, I want to play my Switch. I'm just gonna 
stick it in this case and take it with me. Take it with me. Lay on the couch as like my fiance is watching TV. I, I can always go someplace with this game, and I have this these amazing games. Not even counting the, the the Mario and the Zelda. I have these other amazing games that I can just play on the go at any point. Yeah, and is. This year one is I, I haven't seen a year one this, this is strong. A ridiculous year one. Look, they, they could have gotten by without releasing another a, a single other game if they, they say we're going to give you a new Mario game, we're going to give you a new Zelda game. They didn't have to release a single other game. But they had other IPs. And then we got Arms, Splatoon two, uh, Mario Rabbids, which is not technically their game, but is a strong. But it's using their yeah. IP. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the best and a, a uh, port of Mario Kart eight, which, which is, fixed what was wrong with that game originally. Strong Nintendo is scary. Nintendo, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Because <sighs> <laughs> I don't think there's a single developer that can... Ha- and they're doing it on, on the technically inferior system. One, this is a tablet. It's a fuck, my iPad is maybe... No, probably not stronger than it. But this is not a strong piece of tech. No, not really. No. But Doom came out tonight. <laughs> 30 frames per second, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Joe's not here right now to complain <laughs> about it. <laughs> but they're... they're if it's constant, it's okay. Yeah. And it looks smooth from the gameplay I saw. I was like, holy crap. And I haven't seen Nintendo like this since the Super Nintendo. Yeah. So, if it wasn't for Zelda for me, I, I think I would put, I would have this strong consideration for Game of the Year. But I... Zelda was... Zelda was... It destroyed days for me. Maybe like a month... <laughs> No, I'm, I'm talking about there were days where I woke up, played Zelda, and went to sleep playing <laughs> Zelda. Like, I really like... I, there, Mario's a little under Zelda at this point. I really fucking... That's how much I like Mario. That It's progressively getting better for me. Mm-hmm. But, man, Zelda was something... That comes around very rarely. Uh, I don't know if it... Uh, I don't know if it'll come ever, it, ever again. It, yeah. Uh, yeah, because it, it, it hit at the perfect time. This ex- that that experience. Yes, I don't know. Even if they release a, a game that's technically superior, mm-hmm. I don't know if that experience can be matched. I a new patch came out um, for the is like a Xenoblade Chronicles two promotion cross yes, promotion thing, and I was like, oh, let me just um put this game. I haven't I haven't touched. From my last autosave file was in September. It was the okay. last time I actually like booted up the game. So I was like, oh, let me like run around in this world a little bit. I didn't even get the items. I just wanted to see how it was. Immediately lost in the world. Two hours gone. Got sucked in. And I'm like, I'm play- and I'm playing a portable mode. And I'm like, this game. Oh, so, <laughs> so the only reason you stopped is because the battery died. <laughs> and I'm like, this game is still good. It's still fucking amazing. Still good. And, and you know what? Mario is going to be one of those games that's still good years later. Yeah. And I feel like the more time you put in between playing your play sessions, the more you'll enjoy it. And that's the big thing with this game that I realized. Like, before um, Odyssey dropped, I actually went back to the 3D models. I played 64. I'm not a big, I'm not a huge 64 fan, personally. And but people love it, and I'm playing. And I'm like, oh, this this is still fun. It's still you know 64. The camera's a little frustrating, but whatever. Went to Sunshine. I forgot the inverse controls in that game. Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's terrible. Um, I like Sunshine still, but oh man. No, you said it. It's terrible. <laughs> it's on record. Uh, Don't edit that out. 
Galaxy is still fun, but there's there is too much story. The, each game makes each replay kind of hard. harder. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh man, I could I could instantly see me re- easily just saying, you know what, new profile, re- start up yeah, a new game. Yeah, no problem. And I think that is the the biggest strength with this one. That and that have, that just feels like the heart of what you grow up with playing Mario. Mario one, press start, you're in. Yep. Mario two, press start, you're in. Mario three, press start, you're in. Yep. Mario World, press start, clear text box, you're in. <laughs> yep. And somewhere along the line, we lost that. I and mean, it, even Mario 64 is pretty much, you're in. Yeah, more or less. But then, uh, you, oh my god, the intro of Mario Sunshine is unbearable. It's unbearable. So my save file got corrupted. Um, one of my uh, GameCube memory, memory cards card. got corrupted and i was like okay well i guess i just gotta watch this thing it's unskippable Unsk- it's, it's it's long it's not short you gotta watch this informational video about aldo fino and i'm like wow i don't want to play this <laughs> anymore yeah and you have to do the tutorial yeah. with it's not blood. respectful of your time oh man yeah i yeah so I, I could definitely see me returning to this game because that was my biggest fear initially. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna return back to this game because like I I see I see what it is now, but in the future I will. This will be my go through. I'm just gonna jump around. I'm just gonna jump some goombas or possess them. Yeah, whatever. Because there's no reason to kill them. <laughs> yeah, you can't make towers out of them if you kill them. There you go. Towers are interesting. <laughs> Goomba towers. Would have never expected it. Uh. I think this game is um, deserving of all the praise it got. Uh, yeah, I'm. I think a little people are maybe a little too forgiven with some of the aspects. Yeah, of it. I mean, look, it's not a perfect game. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, obviously, if you see somebody give it a ten, you're gonna be like, "Why are you giving it a perfect score for something?" No, I don't think ten it's means a, a ten perfect doesn't score. mean it's yeah. a perfect game. It just means that you know what, this is the best mileage you're gonna get for your buck, and I. I can't disagree. Yeah. If I were to, if you were to put out the games that came out since August till now, uh, this this is the game I would pick up. Yeah, out of out of all of them, and and that's not to slight any of the other games that have recently come out. This is the best game that's come out since Zelda. Yeah, I haven't been in, like entrenched in a game like. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't even think there is a, a worthy debate to be had. Mm-hmm. Quite honestly, that this is the best game that came out since Zelda. Yeah, and if it wasn't for Zelda, this would probably be Game of the Year. And it, and that's something to say that the only competition for Game of the Year <laughs> is yourself. <laughs> They're gonna be fighting with themselves. Yeah, I mean, if this was if this was baseball, you know, the writers would be talking about how you know a team is gonna split the votes between. They're two-star players. Oh, don't worry. Nintendo fans are already yeah. saying that. That's why they said they're going to lose to Horizon because Nintendo fans are going to be infighting. <laughs> between. Well, I mean, unfortunately, it's not the fans who are going to choose it. So, mm. yep. good. <laughs> you know, we're going to split the vote. We can't. We can't reach a consensus. I. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that most publications would just say it's. It's probably one of the two, or Mario, and that will be the fight. Yeah, I, I don't think that unless, you're going to... Unless Xenoblade Chronicles blow our fucking socks off. Look, even if it does, 
<laughs> it's even if it does, it's no, it's coming out December first. Like oh, that's true. What it's time coming. will you have to really play this game and say, "Oh yeah, this is game of the year"? Yeah. But you're, you're not even gonna be it, finished you're with gonna the finish game it by April next year. Exactly. <laughs> you won't even have a chance to be finished with the game. Did you watch that direct? <laughs> uh, yeah. Quick thoughts. I need this game in my life. I can't. That that December first cannot come soon enough. Yeah, it cannot come soon enough. We said before that we don't Did watch you, games that uh, we're excited for, and I am like, <laughs> I am so excited every for it, and I'm just like, I can't. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I cannot. <laughs> I have to watch this. I need to see it oh, right now. This game has so many systems, and, and you know what's funny mm. was I was the same way with Chronicles X. Oh yeah, when Chronicles X was about to come out. Every single like, thing. Like, new Star Wars movies coming out, I haven't watched a single trailer for it. Black <laughs> Panther, I didn't watch a trailer for yeah. it. And I really want to see these movies, but I'm like, nah, I don't. I want to go in blind. Mm-hmm. Right? Mario, I didn't watch any trailers for it. But, you know, hopefully, any piece of information that comes out for that game, I am watching it. You know why? Our because... boys at Game Explain. Oh, you watched 50 it? 50 minute treehouse video. I was just like, that Mitsuda soundtrack? Oh, I ha- oh. Why does this sound like Lahan theme? Oh. Oh. <laughs> my peaceful days, huh? I'm oh, hearing this song again. Man, I, mm. Yeah, I watched that on my way here. <laughs> and you know what the thing is, though? That's just a fucking fraction. That's why we could watch it. Yeah. Because it's just a fraction. Yeah. We know that it's going to be a 200-hour game. Because so I'm, like- I'm, I'm trying to grasp my head around the mechanics in this thing. Like, wait, hold on. Or, or hold on. I... Blades have affinities, and the affinities unlock this and this. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can watch it because I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> There's combos. I can stop. Uh, oh. oh, that game's so bad. This Switch first year is dumb. This is a, I can't think of a console that has had a better gear one at all. And Game Boy Advance is probably like the... This number two, yeah, or like and, maybe like Dream Dreamcast had a pretty good first year, mm-hmm. all things considered. But you have like it's not even March again. It has. You're right. It hasn't <laughs> even been a year. Like we're talking. I'm talking about it. Like it's, cali- it's the yeah. end of the year, the calendar year. It hasn't actually been a year. They have another three months to do some dumb shit that we don't even know or expect yet. Guys, get Mario. Get it. <laughs> it's good. Get that it's amazing. Game, get your Zelda, and I don't know if you'll need anything else for a long time. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. Xenoblade is a has a long one. <laughs> so, when you're done with that, then you can get Xenoblade, <laughs> and then your Switch battery will hate you. So play that in docked mode. Ah. Uh, oh, all right. You know what? It's late. Yep. Uh, it's well, we had we had to get this out. Absolutely, because. Yep. We can't let it drag anymore. So we we talked at length about this, and this is one of those meaty spoiler episodes that there isn't really much to talk about in terms of story. But <laughs> oh man, this game just needed to be talked about. I agree. So uh, thank you for hanging with us for this one. Yep, as always. <laughs> and uh, if you haven't if you haven't played it yet, and you're listening to this. I don't know why, because I warned you at the beginning that it's a spoiler episode. Maybe we sold them a copy. But get it. Maybe you just get another copy. 
actually have it digital and I want a case because it has the the lyrics. The lyrics. Yeah, but you can't have my case. Where is it? Don't worry, I put it away. You can't find have it. Have you? I probably got it. <laughs> okay, jerk. I'm gonna have to start searching. All right, guys. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Andre. Yeah, thank you too. <laughs>